Welcome all to another session of Through the Balcony, a 5th edition D&D podcast where seven nerds, plus one background kenku, sit around a table and craft a story for the ages. At the moment, we don't have any new announcements for you, so before we get started, I just want to thank my players for making the story theirs, and thank the people who listen and support this little homebrew game of ours. It's fun making and fun to share. But without anything else, and no further ado, let's get this session started. Since you all arrived in Jarmulk, most of you aboard the Dragon's Majesty, while Zenithia arrived by way of Kahas, a lot has happened. Not only did you meet the journeyman student from Amakir, but you learned that Oleg's childhood friend had been behind a plot to assassinate the Night Lotus. Without too much trouble, you were able to get to the bottom of that, capturing Siobhan, finding a cure for the poison she had inflicted on a ball, and earning your way deeper into the Night Lotus' favor. From there, you proceeded deep into the ruins beneath Jarmok once more, with Amea and Rastin. First to the heart of Akenia, where Amea shared her theory that the convergence there had been divided between the three heartstones of Akenia, though she could not come up with any theories as to why. After allowing them to study the magic of the two heartstones you did have for a time, you soon made your second stop of the trip, the Precursor Ruins. There, beyond just showing Zenithia a point of interest, you found that her magic reacted to the obsidian crystals as soon as she touched it, granting her a vision of some kind. A vision that somehow linked her to the Circle of the Forgotten. From there you took Toraya to where the Realm of the Fates met with your world, and, as a reward for your service, you were granted the answer to one question. Feeling that there was only one burning question that you had no path towards an answer, you chose to learn about the location of Amandine Vulgaris. Over the next week, while you waited for Kizdi to get details on a teleportation sigil to the motherhouse of Aris and Dalsena, you chose to put your time to use. Curious about Zenithia's visions, you took her to Broken Airy, the only other place you had seen crystals like the one in the Precursor Ruins. There, as before, she had a vision that seemed to indicate that what she was seeing were past events, taking place in the city of Siondel prior to its destruction. Sharing what she knew and had seen, you soon returned to Jarmok. Time, now needing as much information about his mother as he could gather, called in a favor with the Night Lotus and returned to his old guardian and current champion of Solana, Orlesa Ardenvale. She answered what questions she could for him, promising to take him once again to the grave of Beneth Vulgaris. It also seemed that he would be able to go with her when she returned to Kyrith, though from a conversation he overheard between her and Kentha, it was not a trip she was wanting to make of her own volition. The rest of you spent your time preparing for the path ahead. Olik winning his first fight at Smash Club, Kizzy spending quality time with Killa and Amea, and Absinthe having a brief conversation with Lily before they separated for the time being. Once Kizzy got the sigil she'd been waiting for, delivered to her by way of a black and red pseudo-dragon, you all said your warm, heartfelt goodbyes to your friends in Jarmok, and, stepping through a teleportation portal, found yourselves greeted by High Priest Grendon Beard River, in the motherhouse of Aris and the human capital of Dalsena. So, before we get too far into this, we have failed to describe Zenithia, so Nathan, if you'd like to actually describe how Zenithia looks and all no, this. I, I wrote, okay, so I wrote this down, totally forgot it at work. You complete piece of sh- I know, and I had it written down. Shiitake mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do have some kind of description. High elf, female, obviously. What? I know, crazy. Uh, was 115, is now 116. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put 5'6", but I think that's really short. Not average. That's average, average for an elf. Okay, then 5'6". Uh, light skin. Kind of sort of pale. Uh, Translucent? Not quite. Uh, light bluish silver hair. Light blue hair? Light bluish silver. Yeah. Violet eyes. Black robes with like ice blue swirly effects on them because... Let it go. Well, kind of, Let I guess. <laughs> sure. That's like borderline, like albino creepy kind of. Nah, not quite. Not like that. I said, I said elves borderline. Elves are very fair skinned. So you all are now, you've stepped out of the 
teleportation energy, and you're, you're, so you're stepping off of this large arcane sigil, and the glow of its magic is slowly fading as you step into the room. Uh, you immediately take in the walls around you. They're made of a, a light-colored, almost sand-colored stone, and there's thick wooden beams that frame in the entire room, and the ceiling's probably 15, 20 feet high. Uh, there's several other alcoves in the room where you can see there's other sigils marked into the floor. Uh, and there's two clerics standing near the door, kind of keeping watch over the room, and they kind of come a little bit more to attention as you enter. Um, but you also see, uh, standing there, a dwarven man waiting for you. Uh, he's got the golden eight-pointed compass of Aris around his neck. Uh, he looks a little intimidating at first glance. Uh, he's got bare arms that are very muscular, scarred in a few places, and he actually has like an old scar over one eye. But he, uh, he just smiled gently seeing you, and especially seeing Kizzy, and uh, kind of opens his arms a little bit in greeting. Glad you all made it. Kizzy <laughs> will like rush up to him and then dwarf and be like, your traveler's back. I'm so happy to see you. And she'll hug him. And he'll he'll hug you in return with with a with a bear hug. With his bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll he'll return in Dwarven. It's very good to see you too, too, Kiz. I wanted to introduce you to all of my friends. Well, not all of them are here, but the ones who are here. We have Absinthe Artemisia, uh, the hero of Breeze Bay, and then this is Zenithia Moonsnow or Lady Zenithia Moonsnow. Uh, Let's go with that. that. Sounds nice. No, you got it. And this is Oleg. What up? Um, and then Bitsy, or Bits of a Tea Leaf, but she goes by Bitsy. And uh, who else do we have with us? Is that it? Okay. And then you. Well, then of course me. Um, I have so much to tell you. <laughs> and and so he, he kind of bows to each of you as, as Kizzy introduces you. And this is Grendon. So immediately upon teleporting, one thing you notice is the air is much more humid and much cooler. Nice. Um, and it's not like humid in that it's like, oh, it's it's really sweltering. It's there's actually moisture in the air. <laughs> right, not a desert. And yeah, it's it's you feel the coolness of fall rather than the, a desert fall, which is just not quite as hot. And you guys left pretty early in the morning, right? Like kind of mid morning. Figure. So it's like yeah. what noonish around? Now? So it's it's like late morning now. Okay. Uh, um, no, you're right. Probably about noon, actually. Okay. Um. I I wanted us to have dinner together, like you had said, but I was hoping I could maybe see Zephyr really quick to kind of procure our um, our travels to Kyrith, where we're planning to head pretty soon, just to see if we can get a timetable of when would be the best to go. Oh, certainly. I just want to make sure that I have time to catch up with you while you're here. Oh, trust me. That is something I desperately want. I'll just send a message to him, and uh, I'll see if he's available at any point. And so, yeah, she's going to do, she'll step off and go do that and leave you guys to your own devices in this room for now. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, Grendon, as, as Kizzy walks off, looks off, he goes, if there's anything that you, you need that the temple can provide, please let us know. Um, friends of Kizzy will happily provide you with, with lodging while you're here, if you so desire. There's other places that we could direct you to as well. He, he'll lead you out kind of into the main hall of the temple. And you're, as you walk out into the main hall of the temple, you it's a very large building, um, probably on the same order as the Everlight Archive back in Dalsera, which was pretty substantial. But even like looking at it, none of you are really familiar with like construction necessarily, but you've now traveled enough that you can recognize, oh, that, that the stonework here is very dwarven in the way that it's made, and the, the tapestries and kind of the banners hanging artfully from the ceilings, those are all very elven in their make. And you can kind of see that a bunch of inspirations have been taken from a bunch of different cultures to make the look of this temple. And so you immediately walk into like the main hall of the temple, kind of off out of the little side hall where these teleportation sigils are. 
And it's a very large hall. And in the center of it is a map of all of Alia in just perfectly rendered detail. Ooh. And there's a set of stairs that goes up to where the main sanctuary is and kind of a wing of the temple dedicated to those that live and work here, which surprisingly doesn't take up a large portion of what this temple is. Off another side of the hall, there's a very large dining area where anyone who visits the temple or lives here is welcome to eat whenever they want to. And eat right now, middle of the day, very busy. And you see a bunch of people from a bunch of different walks of life gather there eating, and it seems like they're having a great time. But off the eastern wing of the temple is an impressive set of workrooms and forges and like crafting stations. And those open up into like a large courtyard on the outside of the temple where like a market is. And kind of Grendon explains, he's kind of giving you a little tour, that uh, the temple produces a lot of goods for travelers. And they sell it at a price to make sure that travelers can afford good equipment going out. And that the market also, like, that's probably about half the market, and the rest is just local people bringing in their goods to sell at this market. And so it's like anything you guys need for travel, you can probably find here. That's nice. As he's like saying that because he'll join the group, like, we're definitely going to need some cold weather clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we could definitely provide that. Well, look, while we're here, you need to always have a buddy. Stick with absinthe, okay? okay. You'll probably be all right, but you might get some funny looks. It's fine. I can just be absinthe. Oh, you could, yes. Which, which absinthe do I go with? I just don't want you to get arrested while you're here. Why would I be arrested? We're in the human capital. You're You're... Kind of scary looking to normal people. He said normal. I know. That's racist. That's super <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> the normal people here. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I'll just... Just keep that in mind. Yeah. We shouldn't be traveling too much around the town anyway, but... Grant says, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Just don't cause trouble. Don't look like you want to cause trouble either, because trust me, you'll get in trouble for that too. Oh, he's gonna run down every alleyway he can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my shirt off and run through the upper neighborhoods. So, being here now in the temple, kind of getting this grand tour, you I mean, you sent to uh, Zephyr. Yeah, just pretty much asking if he had time to show up uh, today so we can talk and maybe um, make some time at the um, Temple of Solana. Zeph- Zephyr says he is keeping his post to the temple for the day, and he would. Be happy to see you, should you have time. Perfect. All right. We don't have time. I can see why you're obsessed with maps. Yes. Well, I mean, I I want to travel all over the place, and I need to have a map for guidance. And looking in, like, fine detail at this map on the ground, it's like a mosaic, but it's, like, half-inch little pieces that make up, like, kind of odd-shaped pieces that are fit together perfectly to make this beautiful representation. Including like waves in the ocean kind of are represented there. It's fancy. It's beautiful. There's this half elf that I met and she really liked her wrists as well. And it was, she was, um, she's like a lost sister is what she was. It was very nice. So cute. And then after that, I found my real sister, Grendon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you let him know? I feel like she let him know some very basic information, but I don't think that she, she didn't have time to go into detail and she hadn't really thought about writing it because she wanted to tell him herself. So, okay. Well, we need warm clothing. We'll need, um, I don't know, stuff to be out in the cold for a long time. Like, I guess, hefty tents. 5,000 ball bearings. God, didn't time have tents? Yeah, but I don't know if they were meant for cold weather. I don't think so. I think they were just like forest tents. Yeah. Meant for rain. 
not snow. He, he's, he's nodding, and he's, you can tell he's taking a mental tally. You do know that Grendon is very good at keep keeping this temple organized and running. That more than just being like high priest, he's just like manager of this temple. He makes all the decisions. I need to speak with your manager. <laughs> so if you guys, he's, he lets you know if you guys want lunch, the, 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 the Great Hall is welcome for you guys to partake of lunch. He'll talk to people to get things procured for you from the market. I think maybe we should run over, well, after we eat, maybe we should run over to the Temple of Solana and see if we can use their sigil, their teleportation circle to get to Kyrith at some point in the next day or so, just to try and organize that. I don't know if it'll cost anything, but it might. It might. So we got to keep that in mind. I guess I can cover that. I got money. <laughs> yeah, like, I think we all have yeah. money. Yeah, don't we can, ever we can spend ever. Ever. Okay. All right. So are you guys going to go? What are you, what are you guys going to do? I guess we'll eat quickly. Um, How long ago did we eat since we left early oh, in yeah, the morning? Yeah. It's a couple hours ago. You guys probably aren't really all that hungry right now. Oh. What is there to see in the city? Well, where we could probably get Apparently access a bunch to. Of yeah. Yeah, a lot of humans. Um, there's some farming on the outskirts of town, and then there's the different districts. Um, we can be in this one. There's one higher up that we could possibly go to, and then there's the outer city, which we could definitely go to. But other than that, I think we're restricted. So, do, you, do they have trees? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, the city of Dul- ah. Dulcena is kind of set on this kind of peninsula island thing out in the middle of a bunch of lakes. Like, the entire area around here is just lots of beautiful lakes and landscape. That's a valid question. If there's lots of lakes. It's, it's, co- and it's connected by land bridges to, like, the, the, the land kind of beyond the lakes. Uh, but the city is segmented in, you can tell there's walls that separate the districts off. And you can tell as you proceed further into the city, the houses get more grand and larger. Um, even from here, and it kind of goes to a gentle hill where at the top of this hill you see this golden marble palace that is enormous. Probably one of the biggest structures any of you have ever seen, except for perhaps you, Zenithia, having seen grand structures in Amakir in your time visiting there. And you're in kind of this lower district of the city, like the first wall, the first walled-in section. And you can see that the gate leads out to kind of a sm- smaller communities out beyond the wall that go down to the lakeside. You would estimate it would take a day, a day and a half to walk the length of the city. It is day and a half to quarter day. It's just massive. But Zenithia, you have kind of an interesting perspective on this, being raised in Amakir your entire life. You know that the elves of Amakir have kind of a begrudging respect for the humans of Kel. <laughs> um, your history has told you that they, the city of Kel, back when it was just the small city-state, made a powerful alliance by marriage to a neighboring country that... Shortly after it was made, the queen in that marriage died of illness. And essentially, Dulcera inherited, under its control, a large section of the southern part of this continent. When the Elven Civil War broke out, and kind of the countries that were relying on them for trade started suffering, Kel swooped in and annexed them, essentially. Mm. Excuse me, Dulcena. Dulcena swept in and annexed them. Dulcera was one of those annexed when they kind of realized where the winds were going. They did so willingly, so that's why they maintain more sovereignty of their own compared to some others. But they essentially realized that their civil war allowed the humans of Kel to conquer about half of the continent over the course of a generation or two. Hmm. It didn't affect Amakir in any negative way. So, I mean, they can see why they did it. So it's a little bit of a grudging respect, 
but elves are a little bit watchful of their human neighbors. Ben saw it like this has been established the way it is now for hundreds of years, and it's not like the humans are like greedy looking at elves. Well, but yeah, but elves live a lot longer, so they probably remember a little mm-hmm. bit clearer. Yeah, absolutely, their grudges I mean, can be held for yeah. longer. I mean, your great grandmother was around during the fall of Sionadel when this war started, so I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but I do. So you 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 can look at the city and you see it's roughly the same size as Amakir, kind of comparable, but it's. To you, it's nowhere near Not as beautiful as Amakir. It's it lacks the grace and sophistication you feel a capital city should have. It's a little gaudy. It's not gaudy, like it's not gaudy <laughs> enough. It's 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 too utilitarian for you. It's ah. too many straight lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very baroque con- compared to your elegant uh, French Rococo style. It's <laughs> <laughs> not baroque. Don't fix it. <laughs> so yeah, the the temple of Ar- the mother house of Aris is located in that like first lower residential district, which Kizzy would be able to tell you is known as the southern approach. Uh, no, excuse oh, me. Is this is the, the eastern eastern approach. Right, this is the eastern approach, and the southern approach is where you guys are heading. Yes. To the temple of Solana. So you are in the eastern approach and would be heading to the southern approach. Let's go. I'll lead the way. Mm. All right. Yeehaw. So Kizzy kind of. Takes the lead in this 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 party. Um, are, are y'all, y'all going to follow? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where else I'm going. The first the first thing most of you notice is Humans. most of the people here are human. Like seventy <laughs> to eighty five percent of the people you see. Because he gets a few odd looks. She ignores them. Olek gets a, a number of odd looks, but you can tell around the Temple of Aris that's not too weird to see people that are adventurers. It's temple for travelers, so. Lots of different um, So you you probably are walking for an hour and a half or so because Kizzy knows this route as well as Ola could ever figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're jumping over fences. <laughs> yeah, because he's like hardcoring oh, up the walls. <laughs> um, and so you walk out of the city through the gates and you kind of walk out into the, uh, the southern approach and you follow the road uh, a little ways past a few buildings and businesses and you take kind of a right-hand turn on a road to the west, and soon you aren't passing buildings. You're just following a, a well-walked road. It's cobbled at one point, but it hasn't really been kept up very well. And uh, eventually, you you crest a hill, and you look down into a, like this gentle bowl in the landscape. And filling up a large part of it is the temple. It's got many step-like tiers leading down towards the center, and they're lined with lined with countless small graves and maus- mausoleums. Um, and you can see trees scattered here and there among the graves. But when you eventually get closer, you'll see that those trees are part of the, some of the graves. And you notice that the names on those are elven names on those graves. And it's like the tree has wound its way up through the tombstone and is just part of that grave. And that this time of year, all the leaves are beautiful reds and golds. And you can see a carpet of those leaves kind of over everything here in this temple. Um, And every once in a while, there's an occasional breath of wind that kind of breaks the silence. You hear kind of a whisper among those leaves. (laughs) And you see, like, you can see paths pass along each of those rings between all of the gravestones. And kind of on those paths, every so often you see just a dark hooded figure kind of slowly pacing around, making their way way through. The priests and priestesses of Solana just making sure the dead here are resting peacefully. And at the very center of this, you see three modest sized buildings. I mean, compared to what you just saw at the Aris Mother House, this place is just small. And in front of it, you, you see the largest building there, you see two statues. One of a half-elven woman, eyes bound with a cloth, wearing a very large great bow across her back, and of a massive wolf. Okay. 
So as you start walking down towards the, the first ring of graves, there's kind of an archway to lead in. And there are two armored men, black armor kind of etched with silver at the sides, standing there keeping watch. And as Kizzy gets pro- closer, one of them seems to recognize her. She'll look like, Zephyr, and she'll go in and give him a big old hug. And so you see this man kind of hugs her back and like lifts her off the ground, sets her down, and uh, he he pulls his helmet off, and he's a, a human man, brown hair. Who knew? Big surprise. <laughs> Wait, what? What are the odds? <laughs> a human man. Ninety-five percent. Yeah. And so he's he's smiling. He he seems very very happy to see see Kizzy. And he goes, oh, I was so excited to hear that you were back in town. Grendon let me know that he was expecting you to be back, but I wasn't I wasn't actually expecting you to come by and see me necessarily. I've been very bad with keeping in communication, I'll admit. I've just been doing so much stuff. You'll have to come by later. We're going to have dinner tonight, and you should come so then I could tell you as well everything that I want to tell Grendon. It's just, it's been wild. These are my companions, Oleg, Zenithia, Absinthe, and Bitsy. And um, we were here to hopefully uh, talk about procuring some travel methods via the temple to Kyrith. I could probably talk to some people and see if I could arrange that for you. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's an open dinner invitation. I'll uh, definitely come by later. I'll let you know what I've heard. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. You've gotten so handsome. She's like, <laughs> just pat his face. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He laughs, goes, well, you're looking mighty fine yourself. Oh, my God. No, not in front of these people. <laughs> they will <laughs> talk. People? These people. What is just that? Like, she'll, like, she'll turn back and wink at you guys. Like, yeah. She's been freaking rude today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's back home. <laughs> with her real like, friends. Bitsy looks no. down like, no, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm not like an humans. animal or anything. Like, I'm, I'm still Bitsy. Weird, you are still Bitsy. No. But for you, Bitsy, it's kind of nice being here because yeah. there's plant life around. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, trees! There are, there's, lots of, there's lots of trees around in this, this temple. Should... If it weren't like, you know, in a graveyard, I'd go jump in a pile of leaves. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Is there anywhere you guys wanted to see? I don't know anything about where we are. I Me mean, neither. pretty much everything we need is in the temple of Aris, but, oh, we could go to a bar. My favorite bar is in the same area, kind of. It's a little bit of more of a walk, but sure. Hey, uh, yeah. All right, so you guys continue to follow Kizzy kind of deeper into this district. It's called Bin's Bin, and we're going to go there and drink a little bit. He likes to he likes to talk if we drink, so he might tell us some fun stuff. He's a cool guy. So you guys do arrive at the the bar, Bin's Bin, and it's not really like prime business hours when you guys get there, so it's pretty empty, and you see behind the bar a Goliath. A hulking Goliath. Like, would put Egan to shame back at home. So, like, he's, like, this big and I'm, like... Yeah, you're, you're coming <laughs> to, like, his knee. <laughs> and he's, like, almost, like, hunched over a little bit sometimes, like, ducking below beams to get around this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, as they enter, because he's like, Ben, it's been so long! I brought my friends to have a drink. I know it's not exactly. um, Friends of Kizzy, I will charge you double. (gasps) Ben! It's okay, I'll cover it. That's a bad business strategy. (laughs) It it is bad or it's not bad? No, it is bad. bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know people I know? That's more expensive. (laughs) Unless they don't know. So, what do y'all want? 
I think we're just gonna stop by for one drink, but it's definitely on me. Don't worry. All right. What do you want? Anything specific or just? How special? It's the how special. All Gotta right. Get the how special. So he goes back and he comes back with tankards that are Goliath-sized tankards, like gallon tankards. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so really, it's like, Ben? Really? Oh, it's bit oh, sized. I'm charging double for a quadruple-sized drink. You should thank me. <laughs> and when Grendon asks, you haven't been drinking. You always tell Grendon you haven't been drinking. I'm an adult. I can tell him what I want. <laughs> yes, but I don't want an earful from Grendon. I'm an adult. <laughs> I won't tell him. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll just drink it. <laughs> uh, I could give mine to Oleg. Yeah, <laughs> At least take a sip of I'll it. I'll have a few sips, but I ain't drinking that entire thing. Like you get the feeling he's used to that. Plan for this. He just, these are just leftovers. <laughs> How much would all of this cost? Oh, it's going to be like a gold. No, you know, that's expensive. Silver. It's going to be a silver for this. She'll leave him tangled. Very nice tip. <laughs> She'll just have like a little tiny bag. She's like, that should cover it. You know I can't accept this. I don't know how much is in here, but it's more than what this is worth. It's a bunch of cards. What are you talking about? She just stares him down like, don't You're you dare question me. trying to charm me into taking money. No, I just missed you. Tuck some money into his pound. You need better aim. <laughs> it's like Drax, I love it. Has anything new happened in town? Oh, let's see here. He kind of pulls over like a tree stump and sits on it. And he starts talking about Kara Fletcher's farm and how it's been doing. And he talks about just people you knew in passing and some some drama between so and so and and his wife. And he goes, and he kind of goes. Well, and there's that. Pack fella staying at the Temple of Solana. What? Yeah, you know, the ones that got the wolves. Yeah, I know. Zephyr didn't say anything about that. I, I guess I didn't ask either, but... He was probably just too excited to see you. Why, why would you think that? <laughs> Do you really want me to answer that? I mean, would you? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I can tell in great detail in front of all your friends. I don't know what you're talking about. Kizzy's first boyfriend? Right? What? Kizzy's first boyfriend. Oh! <laughs> oh. 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 My spells sure are interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's really all the super interesting stuff. So, you guys, I don't know how long you want to hang out here. She would have just wanted to check in. And um, how did how was the farm doing, Kara's Oh, it's farm. doing fairly well. Okay. This has been, been doing pretty well lately. Good, good growing season this year. Um, I guess we should... Pick up clothes for time, or do you think he... Uh, and then she'll rocky-talky time and see if he wants us to pick him up anything for when we go to Kyrith. The way that the timelines are lined up right now, this would be the morning before you go to the tomb. Okay. So this, this, these two nights you going will be the night before you both head to Kyrith. At time, we were just wondering if you wanted us to pick up anything while we were here in Dulcena um, for when we head to Kyrith, like warm clothes or um, any more rations or anything. I get a really good deal here. Yeah, rations. Rations would be excellent. Uh, get some spices, because they're not going to... I doubt there's going to be anything flavorful we're going to be able to salvage. So stock... Uh, we've got Bitsy. But yeah, get some spices. I'll uh, definitely use Bitsy's... In, um, uh, her knowledge for that. Yeah, get, get salted meats, and it's going to be cold. Actually, meat's probably not good. We need dry foods. 
We can get some dried meat. Don't worry. I'll I'll cover that in the food. What about clothes? Uh, I've got a direwolf cloak, okay. but I could probably use some some wool underwear. Okay, undies. Um, do do your tents? Uh, do you think those will help us, or should we get uh, more heavy duty ones in case? Uh, possibly more heavy duty ones. Uh, or at least some sort of heat source that we could put in the tents. Mm, okay. A lantern. Uh, a tiefling. Heat source that won't burn. Yeah. We might be able to get that stuff better and more suited for the climate in Kyrith, just because they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But... Sure, there's travelers from Kyrith here at the Mother House, so I'll just double check to make sure um, that what we pick up is... Uh, Certified by somebody who knows. Ha 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 ha. Or less, uh, is there anything we should get? You need anything? She just no. Or less is gonna be there? Just no. I'm I'm well suited. Cleric guy, anything you would recommend? I just want to go home. Well Okay. <laughs> That'll be good. I'll let you know if there's anything I think of later. Alright. Be safe. Oh can't not be. Good luck. Thanks. Can't I need that. that. All right. So you guys hang out at Bins for a little while. Try and finish the drinks, fail, and probably head back to the mother house. What's up? I want to find nice clothing. We'll definitely find some at the mother house. Trust me. Olive drank the whole drink. All right. Make a constitution saving throw and get back. We'll, we'll find some at the mother house, I promise. Nice it's... clothing? Okay. High quality? Yes. Probably. I could never afford it while I was living here, but there's some really great vendors. Okay. You get the feeling that you're not going to find clothes in this city beyond the mother house that are going to be fit for traveling to the environment you're going to. And I mean, you might be able to find something really nice in Kyrith because all the clothes they make there are going to kind of be geared towards not freezing to death. Yeah. Okay. And then they'll put like a lot of the boom into it. Uh, excuse me, what? <laughs> I, I heard Is that a nat one? No, that's a 12. <laughs> Okay, you they you feel a, a little bit tipsy on your way back. Calm down, Oleg. Oh, he's calm. He's calm. He's just. <laughs> no, he's mellow. So you guys are gonna make your way back to the mother house then? Okay. So you guys make your way back. Um, shopping. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> My gosh, shopping episode. Let's go shopping. I mean, if there's anywhere make in the city you want to show them around to. Um, is there anywhere you guys want to look at? Because I could show you a couple things, but um. Like, there's the, um, we could probably see the um, East Lake Fortress if we go to the... That's going to take you a while to get there. No, if we get to, like, an edge, could we see out oh, onto you could see it? it? Yeah. We could probably see it. I don't know if we'd want to travel to it today. See what? Um, oh, the East Lake Fortress. It's oh. the Temple of Bastin out there. Also, we can go see the uh, Temple of um, Tavana or Kelteo. And we could probably see Tay and Hesta, but that's it. I don't really, like, if you're into temples and stuff like that, I've never stumbled across any obsidian while I, I was here. I wonder right? how they would handle me. Right? <laughs> I just I haven't ever seen how obsidian far up I can go. At, no, at the Temple of Tavana. I'm just curious. Do you want to go there, Bitsy? It's, uh, it's not too far away. I'm just timed not there to tell you, no, it's a bad idea. I don't know. I don't think it would go very well. You know what happened the last time I visited Temple of Tavana? You just shattered someone's worldviews. It's okay. What? <laughs> I may or may not have written a very long-winded 
letter about everything they were wrong about. Wow. That's yeah. it's like, and this is how the spirits were. But you're just like, no, <laughs> you got all that wrong. <laughs> it's kind of mean, but. Just for education. Yeah, I get you. There, I've never found any temples here to like spirits other than. Well, I guess it maybe was the attitude she had towards it. Like, she knew everything there was to know about it, and it was like, mm, Listen, you don't. <laughs> so probably I shouldn't. Fair I, enough. I, sh- I probably shouldn't break anybody else's little... I mean, I can't really get us any further. I mean... Bitsy can go wherever she wants to. Bitsy, yeah. Well, she, she can go, go poop on the, the emblazoned palace. <laughs> I'll leave that decision up to her. Who wants to polymorph? What's right about there? The cap, the the emblazoned palace. I think Kizzy wants to go talk to Grendon about some stuff. Poison the water. Well, I mean, could polymorph you, and we could. Or absinthe, apparently. That was an option. That is true. Your name to hold. I just want to see how far up I can go. Before someone actually tries to stop, do you actually try that? No. Okay. If you had absinthe, though, you might, you guys might be able to lie your way in. <laughs> what? What would but be I'm end supposed goal? to go I with absinthe? You stay with the, me. What? I could distract them. Or the guys, have absinthe polymorph you into something that looks more human, no. and then you guys can go wherever you want. Seeming. I think if we have an end goal, we could actually achieve something. But. What what's the purpose? That's the problem. Is I don't know. We've got time oh, to oh, kill. Wait, um, you guys could say that you're going to um one of the temples to worship uh, up in the I higher. Have no reason to go to one of the. End goal. You just need to tell them something. Pretend that you know things in this city. Because yeah, there's like us? the temple of Silmea. Is a silver dragon. Oh. And well, wait, I mean, wait, wait. What about your sister and the dragon that she loves? A sail. Silver dragons yeah. keep up with I mean, each other. The, yeah, I mean, would we oh, know? Well, would, would we? Would we? You know, get any information for her from them? Well, often about so- her. Sumea doesn't really spend a lot of time at her temples, from what I understand. I mean, no god really spends much time at their temples unless they're being called to it by a devoted person. I don't know. It was just an idea because you it's... know your sister has the. Yeah, I would. Hate to know if somebody had something to do with that personal, but uh, it could be something if I ever have an o- option to talk to her. Yeah. Okay, so there's the High Watch District where the palace is, and then there's the Samaya and Corel temples. So if you guys are saying that you're going to one of those to worship, you could be like, "Just kidding," and go wherever you want. But why? Yeah, that's the reason. To get because you guys wanted to go well, to the top. No, but the... they don't have a reason to go there. Yes, like. Like pretend an actual you do. Reason. It takes half one hour. If I pretended to be royalty. <laughs> Wait, I don't have to pretend. Well, I how just... far would that get you in, though? Yeah, if I just dropped the last name Solver, who, they wouldn't know because that's all the way in the Amistashian Isles. Maybe one person, after like a day of asking around, would figure it out. We're also all regarded as heroes in Dalsera. That might come up, have a little stay here in... Not me. I'd rather be a squirrel than poop on the castle. <laughs> I I refuse to associate myself with that man. Not even that man. It's no that kingdom. I, no, the king nope. is part of that. I mean, you guys can do it, but. <laughs> and our pet cat. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
she's a squirrel and we call her a pet cat. <laughs> she's a really small cat with a really fluffy tail. I assume you guys could make it um, into the market district and then uh, you'd probably be stopped before you got into the high watch district. So, I mean, go ahead and try. I would just hinder. W- there, there would be no point of us going there. Other than just to do it? Yes, exactly. And that's a, not a great reason to do it. Like, it if just, I'm going just there, be I want to be like, I want to meet someone that will tell me more about the Mr. Out staff, but that's not going to happen because it's just going to be some... No. Okay. So you guys can go back to the temple then? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have anything to do. Uh, For knowledge-based. Who is that? Kelteo. They are in this district, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. They have a minor temple, so they wouldn't be like a library or anything, no. right? So I, was, I figured you'd probably access all of the libraries that you could in the city. Yeah, but not since learning quite a few things. That's a good point. I mean, I can't recall anything that I've researched, but um, that doesn't mean that there isn't anything to recall. Uh, there is an okay library in the mother house. So we're going to go back to talk to Grandin then? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Kizzy kind of leads you all back to the temple. If you guys want, you can go peruse the little market. I mean, the, the big marketplace. It's Check that out. Yeah. Like I said, about half the goods there are like there's a lot of local produce from the area. Um, things that have been made, like trail ration things that are dried fruits and, and vegetables and things from the area. Um, something that's like, oh, the like household goods that you guys don't really have any need of. But there also are some very basic weapons. You see, there's a couple of places where there's actual, there's just weaponsmiths out there that are smithing their weapons and then making them in front of people as well as selling them. Um, there's lots of people. Any kind of traveling supply you could need is, is here. And it's very clearly marked which are the temple ones. They've got the the eight-pointed compass of a wrist on the front of them. Um, and, and then just local merchants. Uh, but you guys can kind of wander around through there if you want to. Uh, but uh, Kizzy, you said you were going to go and talk to Grendon. Yeah. Where is he at? Uh, he's kind of, he's up near the sanctuary. He's talking to a few people, temple business. But he sees you, and kind of, once he gets into his business, he walks towards you. She's a little, um, she's a little, like apprehensive to talking to him, even though this is something she's been wanting to do for a while. Can we go somewhere private? Absolutely. Leads you back into kind of his his rooms and into the kind of little office area that's his little private office. And he, he, he pulls out a chair for you and sits down and kind of across a little table he's got there. Yeah, she's comfortable because she's been in this yeah. place many times. Um, and then she's going to start telling about everything that's happened. Um, from going to Jarmulk and meeting all these people who she felt like Iris destined her to be with and um, all of the wonderful meetings she's had with Iris or the dreams. And then um, all of the uh, encouragement that she's gotten and the protection. And then she'll go into detail about having on Halder and what that meant. And just, I have a last name and I have two parents and I have a sister and, and, they're from so far away, and she'll talk about Kaven and the Quintarks and his offer and um, the nameless one. She tells him everything that she can. So you, you guys are talking for quite a while, and he every once in a while interjects with a question, but for the most part, he's letting you tell your story and talk about your travels. And it reminds you a lot of when you were younger and living here and you'd tell him about you do this i ran up into the hills and i saw this and i saw this and he would just listen to every detail you had to tell about your story 
And it's that same feeling of comfort that makes it so easy to tell you. Because even back then when it was just, I found this really cool like pile of like rocks and it was like a fortress or whatever when you're really little. And like, it's the, he, he treats it with the same level of maturity as he's treating it now. Like that he's taking you very seriously on this path you've been on. And so it makes it very easy for you to open up and talk to him about it. I'm sorry I haven't written. I just, I wanted to say all this to you in person so you knew exactly what I was going through and all of the details that I could remember. And I just, out of anybody in the whole world, I wanted to talk to you about it. And he's, he's quiet for a minute and lets it all sink in. And he stands, comes over, and just gives you a hug. Oh. He breaks away and says, I always knew that there was a great path laid out before you. That was always clear. You think so? You came to us from an untold distance and were delivered to this temple by means that could only have been Aris herself. I guess you're right. I have always trusted that she would have a path and set you on that. And I was right. Thank you. You will always have a home here, even if you have a home elsewhere, and make a home even somewhere else. Um, I think I'm most nervous about, but also very excited about, is my path to hopefully becoming a <laughs> was was your were your plans that great? Because I don't think mine were. Maybe in the back of my mind, but never real like they are now. I knew there was no limit to where you could go. Good answer. She's like fans her face. She's like, I'm not gonna cry. <clears throat> but young lady, mm-hmm. you start stealing my priests and workers. I will have words with you. I would never. I would never. <laughs> And he, I mean, he, he does, he plays up his whole intimidating factor that you know is absolute rubbish. But I mean, he may look like this man who might rip someone's beard off or has <laughs> definitely in the past. Once or six. But times. he is a gentle soul and you know that. So yeah, Kizzy's probably gone talking to Grendon until dinner time. Yeah, that's a long story. That's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's roughly 81 hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> God, guys. Guys, do you think she's dead? <laughs> Her beard got ripped the hell off. She grew one and then ripped it off herself. Oh, dear. Will you accept me now, Grunded Beard Ripper? Uh, so if there's nothing any of you else guys want to do, uh, then uh, Grendon actually has a little private dining room off of his, his room. He invites you guys to eat there for dinner tonight. Um, it's all fresh vegetables and like fall harvest vegetables and mm. roast meats and things. And it's... It's lovely. It's Kizzy. It's it's being back home for you. And shortly after the meal begins, the paladin of, of Solana, Zephyr, does show up. Oh, she'd probably ask about Benny and see if he's around. He's around, possibly causing trouble. But what? The only person he tro- caused trouble with is Zephyr. So Zephyr shows up late. <laughs> he he shows. I mean, it's, you, you figure as soon as his duties allowed him to, he he arrived. Uh, he pr- sits next to you if you let him. And Grendon, throughout the meal, asks questions of all of you. Very curious about your, your paths that led you here. Takes a certain interest in, like, starts with, with Olek. So, Kizzy has told me a number of things about you. Like, what? Tell me about yourself. Uh, uh, Very articulate. Um, I, I own a bar um, and a horse. I left it in a bedroom. <laughs> From our kind of boss, but I guess not my boss. I work for a merchant prince, kind of. Have you heard of Kalis? 
That's who. Um, his name is vaguely familiar. He's the guy who kind of owns Jarmel. Um, no. Killed the thing this armor's made out of. Very nice. If I had an armor made out of the things I'd, ki- I'd kill to be beards, that'd be strange. <laughs> Maybe very warm? Can we make beard mail a thing? Beard mail. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not often we see, see high elves here, ladies and nephew. Certainly not those of your station. Well, I seem to have been caught up with these uh, wonderful people. And uh, <laughs> it's led me on an interesting path, but I'm Looks down it. as she says wonderful people. Well, traveling with a priestess of Aris often causes those things. So stick around with Kizzy. You're likely to run into any, many more interesting adventures. It's fun. Grumman Sunshine. What's up, Bookworm? First off. Uh, I'm scouting ahead because not talking to people and walking through the forest, I forgot how much that sucks. No one talks. I mean, Whisper never talks, but that's okay. But Orlesa is in a mood. I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway, what I, the reason I called, I just had to get that off my chest. But uh, we need snowshoes. Can't oh. forget snowshoes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. You have a pet rock. Oh, I have a pet rock. <laughs> 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 um, uh, technically, I have two. This one is to time our other party member. He's also a tiefling. Um, he's from. Oh gosh. Oh, I, uh, could, I could call Sulky for someone to talk to. I mean, yeah, technically, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's Sulky, and she'll um, she'll talk about Sulky and Yuna and how they're her beautiful daughters. <laughs> Eventually, hear Yuna's voice. Sulky walked away like five minutes ago. Who are we being introduced to? Oh, Grendon. Hi, Grendon. Hello. I'm time. Pleasure to sort of meet you. Pleasure to hear your voice. Yes. There we go. That's the way. He's separated from us for now, but we're planning to meet back up in Kyrith. Uh, very nice. And so he then kind of turns to absence. I have heard of the hero of Breeze Bay. That's impressive oh, company yes, you keep Oh, yes, and Defender with. of the Isles. <laughs> what, what leads you to be caught up in a, a misadventure like this? Misadventure Grendon. Oh, it's a long story at this point. I mean, would you, would you kind of... Yeah. Give some details, all right. Brief summary of, you know, what hasn't already been covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, he kind of turns to Bitsy. He goes, it is not often we see one of the Ensire tribe, as far as Dalsena. The what? Oh, he knows where I'm from, huh? Whoa. Nobody knows where I'm from. <laughs> well, aren't we on the same continent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're pretty far off to yeah, the Yeah, we're all, like, way out there, you know, living off the land. You said oh. that the Ensire tribe. Yep. I, uh, I'm impressed that you, you know what tribe I'm from. I, I've had to travel myself. Part of, part of my journey, I recognize the, the tattoos. I, many years ago, spent a little bit of time with the tribe. He, he does kind of talk to you a little bit, asks uh, how long it's been since you left. And yeah. You guys have a, a, a quiet evening, talk and do whatever you'd like to do. Zephyr informs you that if you'd like to any time tomorrow, a teleportation to... Cadena can be arranged. Okay, um, is there going to be a cost to that? No, uh, actually, I, I, I brought it up with the, uh, the high priestess at the temple, and uh, we have a, a visitor currently. I heard somebody from the pack, right? Yes. Which one? Uh, the, the cloaked pack. Okay. He said that he would happily travel with you to Cadena. Cool. Cool. What's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Battelle. Battelle. So is there anything you guys would like to do? Procure our items. Yeah, so Grendon does t- takes you to the quartermaster where he stored all your things. Um, kind of like he, he gathers up, put it down there, and you have warm tents for. Uh, there are two person tents um, for each of you. There's 
There are very warm-looking cloaks, boots, um, all warm, all, all cold weather wear. Okay. Is there a library in this temple? It's very small and modest, but yes. A cartog. Absolutely. Where are we going again? Yeah, I'd probably want, Kinsey will want to get a really updated map of that place. That's what I was thinking. Very very easily done. In fact, Grandin probably just pulls one out of the pile and hands it to you. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's one of those things, like, I, I know what's going on here. So you guys have supplies you need. We get rations. Yeah, plenty of rations. Is um there a cost to this, Grendon? Yes, but I'm covering it. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, I get the high priest discount, which probably is marked up 300%. What is this, up? this town is so weird. <laughs> hey, man, welcome to town. You're a regular. How about 400 gold more for that drink? Maybe that's just like, the, that's the like city's um, joke. Like, joke is yeah. like, oh, well, it's marked up for me because I've got a higher position. Everyone knows me, so they make me pay more. Kids of you from experience know that fine weather stuff like this would probably run 100 gold, 150 gold, but it's... Well within his his rights as high priest to acquisition the supplies he needs to equip a priestess and her party. Um, Grandin, tell me about the pseudo dragon. Oh, yes, uh, Zabin. Well, <clears throat> no, we didn't mention that at all. What? The fact that you just had a, such well, a small it, cat-sized dragon. Well, it would have probably gone back to Grendon or wherever. Once I we have a small clutch of eggs that some pseudo dragons decided to lay in my bedroom. What? Yes. That's so fun. <laughs> so in exchange for them using my bedroom to house their eggs, I'm putting the, one of them to work for me. What are you going to do with them once they hatch? I don't know. We Would you like one? We all get a pseudo-dragon. What? We all get one. I don't have need for a dozen pseudo-dragons. That's a lot of, of pseudo. Could I turn into one? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. When will they hatch? I have no idea. You... You'd think that I would read up on a book on pseudo-dragons. I'm letting them take care of it, honestly. <laughs> hey, it's their business, I suppose. They're only making it, it you'd yours. You'd have to keep it warm. I'm not going to take it now while it's really an ache. And actually, because you're kind of like off of his chambers, he goes and shows you where I'm kind of like on top of one of the posters on his bed, they've shredded the top of it <laughs> and made a little nest up there. Oh my God. How did they get here? How did, how did pseudo-dragons I don't even... even ask questions about some of these things. People travel through here. They lose their pets. Their pets breed in my bedroom. <laughs> they a bunch of eggs. They lose their pets. What? Oh, boy. Are most of them claimed at this point? There's or? a few that have been claimed by some people around the temple, yes. I definitely have. I will happily offer one to you. I'll take you up on that offer. I will let you know. I'm sure you will. If it hatches and I don't, I'm not able to stop by... You could potentially send it to Jarmulk. Uh, if Amea's available, she might be able to watch it for me. Or um, I have a, um, a friend a friend there named Killa who would probably keep a good eye on it. Um, or, uh, yeah, probably. Sulky would be so pleased. Like, here, take care of my baby pseudo dragon. <laughs> no! He might, it might be helpful. Breathe fire, right? It's Help poisonous. him keep his... Oh, is it poisonous? Uh. Here's the question. Would you, ra- would you rather your pseudo dragon be housebroken by Amea? Selkie or Killa? A good mix would be great. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, I think Killa. He's not. He, he's I would say Killa or Amea. Amea, if she's not busy, because I know she's planning to go out into the desert. I feel like if we were to go anywhere, I'd want it to go to Killa's because there's three people there that could keep an eye on him. Hit. Very well. I'll I'll inform you via sending when when they hatch. All right. So as the evening winds down, is there anything you guys would like to accomplish tonight? Um, Kizzy wants to go find Benny. She hasn't seen him yet. Okay. He's what, the, the smith? Yeah. Well, is that 
Tubin? Yeah, his yeah. his nickname for her is Benny. Yeah, he's he's at work. He's getting done working the forges. Kind of the market is winding down for the day. Uh, the rest of you are given rooms. They're they're very modest rooms in the temple. There seem there's kind of like a wing devoted. It's like, hey, travelers who are staying here have a have a room to stay in, but you all have your own room. It's below the standards Anithia is used to, like but everything. also a step above sleeping on the ground. I will buy my own tent. We already have fancy, fancy. Floor rugs. Was there something that we could procure that was kind of like a space heater, but magic? Not really. I think that time probably had the right ideas. If you want something like that, Kyrath is really the place you'd want to go. Fair enough. So yeah, you you you're able to find uh, Benny then. And she just wants to like she'll kind of like peek in wherever he's at and like wait for him to notice her. He doesn't take him too long. He's kind of putting his tools away and taking his apron off, and he turns and sees you, and he smiles. It's been a long time since you left. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't come out to greet me. Sorry, Grendon had me work in the forges. Today. Uh-huh, I'm sure. And then they'll fall into the banter, childhood friends and whatnot, and she just wants to catch up with him. Really he, he comments that you're still wearing the, the chain that he made for your holy symbol. He made, he crafted the holy symbol. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I got kind of... He, of course, why would I ever replace it? I can't think of a reason. Me neither. So she'll just catch up with him. So... You guys all eventually kind of wind down for the night then? Mm-hmm. Can't Busy sleep in a tree. Is there trees in the city though, or do yeah. we have to go outside the city? There's trees There's trees like outside the temple. Oh, okay. It's very green and nice here. Okay. I mean, not, it's not. Well, yeah, but I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, like a met- metropolitan kind of city. Not where, where you're at. There's like... a lot of the city that is that, and they have like oh, very okay. like beautifully like kept gardens. Yeah. The temple has just some trees outside of it. Probably sleep in a tree in the middle of the little market area. Sounds good. So. Do you guys coordinate that you guys are going to be arriving in Kadena? Yes. Roughly the same time. I would time assume or? that we would have contacted, or at one point, because he would have contacted him and been like, yo, what time do you think you're going to be there? Because we're heading out, question mark, tomorrow. Yeah, we can be there tomorrow then. All right. Yeah, so we coordinate when and where, which is in Kadena, right? Or okay. Kadena is the only place that the temple here has a, a sigil to. Ooh, are there any sigils in um, yep. Arissa's temple yep. that I can... All right, so I'm going to like get all the ones I can and like write them down. Oh, okay. wait, do they have to be the scroll, or can I write down? You can, can just I... draw it. <laughs> and so I draw them all for Amea. She fiercely do She's going to love me. Uh, there's one to the Grand Temple in Laekin. There's one to the city of Elsvar in Turin. And one that can be modified by the temple, it's kind of a generic one that can be modified to go to other places. Like that if you knew the sigil, it's kind of a base one. Oh. So it would reduce the cost of casting it because about half the elements that you need for any of those spells would be there. Was it just those three? Yes. So time, um, you are my list up. half a continent away now. Yeah. Uh, so this, this is the morning following that conversation that uh, you overheard. Not about that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> and you, w- you wake up and... Only person in camp with you is the priest of Solana, Ulthan. Hmm. He's sitting near the fire making breakfast. Early riser. Uh, well, if I don't take last watch and make breakfast, no one will. You never asked me. Well, uh, you're the newcomer. I figured I'd let you sleep. Oh, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll cover breakfast tomorrow. I think I got some salted uh, frog hemoth still in my bag. <laughs> it's been salted. It's not that part that grosses me out. I've eaten worse. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so he just kind of goes back to cooking the breakfast. Or or less than whisper runoff? Uh, probably off in the woods training. 
Or, or Lessa seemed a little bit less happy than usual this morning. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. Gee, I'll have to let everyone know later. So you're just going to wait for them to come back? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So probably half an hour, 45 minutes later, uh, you hear them returning through the woods. Orles is actually carrying two training swords, and you're familiar with the, the training weapon she would use. And mm-hmm. it's like that one's got a bit of dent on. They're broken. <laughs> These are her training weapons, and they are they are broken. Huh. And she her her braid, which is usually very well kept, is kind of half coming out at this point. She does not look like she slept particularly well the night before. Poor baby. Um, Whisper seems just as calm as ever. Time knows not to make a smart ass comment right now. Morning. Good morning. Brendan made breakfast. Wrong name. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So Olfen kind of serves breakfast. It's just something basic, some eggs and cheese and mm. and things and not desert food. Oh, you haven't been eating desert food for a while. I mean, you've been foraging for yourself on your way here. Not trail rations. Not mushrooms and salted frog humus. Mm. We do have toasted mushrooms that we're at one point screaming. It's <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally fine to eat. Yep. Yeah. They're probably fine. Uh, yeah, so uh, breakfast is pretty quiet. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's anything else you want to do or talk about or just... How's training going with Whisper? Whisper's coming along very well. What weapon's she at? <laughs> I, I've been training her in the dual long swords, which you know is Orlesa's weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. Whis- Whisper's coming along well, and Whisper kind of nods her head. Good, that's good. She goes, well, when we're done with breakfast, we'll head off towards the, the tomb. It'll take us a couple days to get there. As expected. I don't expect too much, but it's always best to keep your eyes open. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Uh, Varal is sleeping nearby. He seems yeah. fairly unconcerned. As always. Whenever Olthen doesn't look, he sneaks food off Olthen's plate. What a bad boy. Hey, better Olthen's than times. So you guys will then kind of head off towards the tomb. So after a couple of days, you do arrive back at that lakeside tomb. And you can't help but kind of gaze off towards the northern shore of the Aduil Sea, yeah. which you're standing next to the waters of. The tomb is sealed just as Orlesa left it before. All right. Ulthan is, you know, being his usual grumpy self, uh, looks at Orlesa and goes, I, I understand that you're going to need me to help with casting of a spell. No, actually not this time. Oh. This handy little ring that my friend... Put the spell in, so. Very well. But I appreciate the sentiment. He looks at her and we will be returning after this then. She nods. Yes, all four of us will return to Kadena. You have my word. So, Orlesa takes the time, unseals the, the magic on the tomb, helps you remove the rocks, and you are led back inside where the, the forms of your fallen parents lie. You, of course, can go in on your own yeah. if you want to. Yeah, no time will go in. <clears throat> Just kind of... No, no time like the present. Ha ha ha. And I'll just feel like... Speak with Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So you, you've, you've, I think, you've used the ring to cast spells. So yeah. you, you release the ring, that the, the spell that's being held in the ring. And as before... Your, your father's body takes in a deep, rattling breath. Hey, Dad. Sorry to bother you again, but probably should have done the preamble before casting the spell on how life's going and whatnot. But uh, 
we can wait till after. Um, so, sorry, catch you up, but there's, I should have done this before, because now that's rude, and you don't care, because you're dead, or you do. Maybe I'll have to ask her less about that later. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, first one, uh, what was, what did you do before you started up our home, specifically with the Church of Sim or your worship with that. So I don't think anyone just starts up a community on that just willy-nilly. Met a priest of Sim in Rumnaheim who told me there was a better life for tieflings and scraping in the dirt. Running a town greater than scraping dirt. Rumnaheim. Am I familiar with that city? Yeah, it's in Dunmira. It's north of the Sea of Adwell. I mean, like you're familiar, like you've never been there. Yeah, I but I, it, it's a city um, I it's know most, exists. It's probably it's it's a primarily dwarven population because it's in Dunmira, but it's one of their surface quote unquote cities. Okay. Um. So there are other races there. Tieflings would, yeah. you know, fall to the lower echelons of society as they usually do. Scrape dirt. It's one question down. Uh, is there anyone you trust? for me to learn more about Sim and the main church. Cool. No, I want you to stay as far away from the church of Sim as possible. <laughs> Too bad, Dad. Yeah, yeah, I really should have informed you of what's going on before the questions. All right, stay far away. Good to know. Can't really do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, why? Why did other Sim worshippers destroy our home? A cleansing of the unfaithful in revenge for something that was taken from them. Ah, okay. That answers some questions. What is something that only you and Mom and no one else knows about? You were conceived on the rock. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, this... This this is a good question. It is it is a good question. Could also be terrifying to find. Mm, don't know who I don't know. It's got to be from his perception that only they would know. Yeah. Um, that she erased her memory to keep you safe from anyone who would come after the spellboard talisman. Someone death. That's four questions. That's four questions. Okay. So last question. Everything that you taught me and everyone growing up about Sim and how he was, it, it's different than what everyone else seems to worship. It, did you make that up, or is... I taught about a version of Sim that would be the ideal he could be, rather than him with all of his faults and flaws. Kind of fucked up, Dad. And then he answers the question, and just lets out this long rattling and rests again. All right. Well. You just kind of sit in the tomb for a little while. Oh, no, he, he does the whole thing talking to the grave of, okay, so mom's alive. I don't know. I, you, you were there when I learned that. Um, you're literally right here. You haven't moved. Uh, figured out where she's at. She's not happy. She's... At the lead church of Sim. You might have known more, but it doesn't seem like you did. 
Either way, I'll figure something out. So yeah, sorry about that. I'm probably gonna go there. Um, I love you. Not like you can do anything about it. I mean, maybe I could true resurrect you. I don't think that'd be very helpful. That's all very expensive. I have to figure out how to do it. Well, Kizzy wants to become a god. Anyway, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Um, sorry. And yeah, so yeah, mom's alive, being held captive properly. Probably, I hopefully, because if she's there by her own volition, things have changed. Or she's under some sort of geese or... So yeah, eh, Burles is here. He's grumpy, as usual. I don't know if she was grumpy before. Always been grumpy around me. I don't know if I'm going to make it back to talk to you like this, so maybe talk to you in the afterlife, ethereal plane. I need to look on how that works. Anyway, hopefully you made it there. I don't know. Making progress on learning the loot. That's pretty cool. Got a friend who's better at it than me. They're better than at a lot of things that I am, but it is just how it is. All right. Time doesn't burn the body. Kind of, uh, I'm not going to ask you any more I'm not even going to be tempted to ask any more questions. Actually, no. Time's going to burn the bodies. I can't rely on coming back here anymore. Got to find his own answers in life. Yeah. It's time to let go. <laughs> Arlesa, you want to you wanna delay this a little bit? Delay what? Leaving. It's fine by me. Okay. We're going to, let's build a pyre. She doesn't even question that. And Olthen even doesn't seem bothered by it either. Yeah. So the four of you do take some time and build a proper pyre. Uh, the sky overhead's getting fairly overcast as the day goes on. And with great care, you and Orlesa transfer the bodies of Beneth Vulgaris and Amandine Vulgaris to the pyre. And Orlesa kind of stands by the side of the grave and she has as she's walked up, applied the blindfold around her eyes. You, you've seen her do that during her devotions, but you haven't often in her life seen her do that outside of that. And as she does, she becomes very quiet and almost peaceful as she walks up this grave. And she clasps her hands gently and starts saying just some very quiet words. Solana, watch over these two as they pass towards the gate. Their bodies are, are left in this world, but their spirits are free. And you know, that it her, her voice chokes as she says that because you know she knows it's partially not true. But she's saying the, the ritual. And as she gets done, she stands back, looks towards you. Uh, time goes up and it's just like, so someone really doesn't have any like passing rituals. I would think it's more of your dad. You're not really useful anymore. Kind of. There, there's like you've, you've, you've served your purpose in life. Yeah, really like in life and death. So thanks, thanks for everything. And then I think time would kind of fumble through what he knows about the rites of passing for Solana because he does know that from proximity. Because mm-hmm. that's all he knows for that. Mm-hmm. And I will cast chromatic orb and set it to fire to just light it on fire. The, the flame catches the wood that you've gathered and flame rises from the pyre and does slowly consume the bodies of your parents. Orlesa watches and she is very stony-faced, still with a blindfold on. Whisper is nearby, but kind of staying back towards the shadows. Ulthan has kind of departed to leave you to this. As the, the pyre gets burning, you feel a few first drops of rain. It's, it's, and it seems like it's going to be a very light Rizzle. It's not not going to be enough to put a pyre out, but it does. No, it does. It does seem to 
set the mood for this moment? I'd say, or I said, whenever you're ready to go, but I don't think we'd ever leave. We'll take some time. Let's, if we leave now, we'll be arriving in Kyrath in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, I'd rather not do that. That's okay. I might, I might grab some ashes after a bit. She, as, as long as that fire's burning, she's going to stand there and watch it burn. Oh, time's not leaving. And kind of as, as you two decide you're going to stand there, you do hear from a little ways off in the woods, Varal Howl. After Pyre does kind of burn down, is there anything that you would like to do? Collect some of the ashes, put them in bottles, put a cork on it. Hey, Rilesa? Yes? Mind if I ask you a question? Depends on the question. Why did you choose to follow Solana? As you can, she kind of takes in a breath, not so much surprised by the question, but she has to think back on those memories, and they're not all pleasant memories necessarily. And for a moment, you don't think she's going to answer. But when she does talk, it's almost like a mechanical tone, like she's had to tell the story numerous times. And she says, I did not lead a good life before I joined Solana. I lived in a Echo Guard, and I did what I had to do to survive. Whether that was slitting purse strings or slitting throats, I eventually took up piracy, seemed profitable enough, and fell in with somebody who I thought was going to give me purpose. Was the last name Bramble? No. I helped that woman grow to power, and I thought that I would get power with her. But eventually I realized the things I was doing were below even me, and I, I questioned what we were doing. And she tried to have me killed, and I fought with everything I had. But in the end, I realized that I had created a monster. I had helped a monster rise to power, and I've tried to do everything I could to fix that mistake. As I lay dying, impaled upon the spear that I had helped her forge, Kentha came to me, and I fought him. I refused to die, and Solana saw something in me and offered me a chance to live, so I took it. Paying those favors to Kentha. It wasn't, it wasn't a favor to Kentha, it was... It, I am the reason Bloody Ethereum exists. It's why I know how to destroy it. Oh boy. The spear I was impaled upon was the first Bloody Ethereum weapon that we created. Not, not what I expected Rachel. for an answer. Okay. <laughs> did, did you, did our friend Thorn stop by and talk to you at all? Yes. You wouldn't inform him about anything about this because he seems to be interested in that as he well. He knows some of this. He already has a history with the same woman I do. Whoop. All right. Good to know. Too much to ask who this woman is, so I can either keep an eye out for her or her minions because I know they've got an eye out for me already. Her name is Miracolan Zulka. She's a drow woman. Ooh. Who operates out of Dolren now. So it's why I've devoted myself to trying to upset the kingdom she's trying to create. Trying to destroy her supplies of blood Ethereum. What kingdom is she trying to make? One where she is in, in power. Yeah, okay. I don't know what heights to power she can gain, but... You got a weapon that explodes people when they die. That's... That's an effective army. That also are possessed to some extent. Oof doesn't affect her. 
Why is that? I'm not entirely sure. She's learned much from many patrons over the years. Oh. Hatia, Fatan, to name a few. She sighs heavily. Solana tells us that it is important that we speak truth, because the lies and half-truths will bind us to this world. Yeah? But that does not make it easy to talk about. No. No, it makes it a lot harder in most cases. Your mother and father saved me. I was delivered to them, and they nursed me back to health. I owe them my life, and I failed them. Nursed back here? In this in, area? In their, in their te- village. Who delivered you? Kentha. Question. I had knew this before I asked dad questions and then burned them. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I knew that before I lit them on fire. <laughs> That's okay. I, I can maybe ask mom later anyway. Very likely. All right. Not what I was expecting for a story. I was, I was, what were you expecting? Maybe something to, maybe, maybe I don't know. Hoping to get something that you were happy as a young child, and <laughs> you're like, I could do better for this world. Uh, Solana chooses those who know how to burden or bear their mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. This poor baby. Marlissa. I hug her in my dreams. Ooh. I have not always been the best guardian, Timus. I understand that, but I have tried to let you choose the path you wanted rather than forcing you down one. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for letting me leave. I think it was better. I think so, too. Uh, and it's kind of the, the pyre does burn down. She does event, does finally remove the blindfold. Because, I mean, she hasn't taken it off. It hides the tears. <laughs> wow. It's probably, and like I said, you've really not been close to Arlesa. You've probably let yourself more be raised by kind of the, the bandit else. tribe. This is really probably the first time you've seen her for a moment with no walls up. And you can see a lifetime of regrets that weigh on her shoulder, but at the same time, the fierce determination that you've seen in Kentha, it's behind that that's what drives her. And she's chosen to take that, what she's done, and try to make something of it. But as you know from her conversation with Kentha, she does need to back away from it because she's no longer, she's become obsessed with something rather than doing a duty. So you guys, you just gonna kind of wind down for evening two then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very quiet and subdued evening at camp. Whisper is just as chatty as usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she seems a little bit more serious tonight even than usual. Um, um, she de- definitely checks to make sure that Orlesa is doing all right. But it's kind of as you guys all eventually find sleep. Orlesa says she's gonna keep watch tonight. Orlesa's now at two levels of exhaustion. Congratulations, Orlesa. So in Dalsena, all of you would awaken first. Have there's <laughs> breakfast available at the temple. <laughs> Some person outside of each of our doors. Because he's definitely gonna go uh, devotion. The the group of them. And stuff. Absolutely. I'll, it's it's again. It's that kind of war. There's a bittersweetness to it because you're back there for once, but you know you're leaving right away. And I mean, it's you're going on a, an adventure. Yes. So I mean, new. right. So uh, Grendon after after the devotions, Grendon kind of meets all of you in that main hall. And he walks over to the section of the, the map on the floor that is the Kyrith map. And he kind of nudges where Kadena is with his foot. You will be teleporting to Kadena, which is one of the most northern cities. Is Eris south or north? South. Okay. South of Eris. It's, it's 
It's Port Eris. It's right, right on, okay. the, on the, the coast. And so we're going to Eris Hold, which is the closest teleport temple to Eris, mm-hmm. where we're looking for Udina White Tree's uh, sister. Mm-hmm. Wow, good job. Thanks. I've been studying. It, so that's, he kind of shows you that on the map and kind of tells you what he knows about the area. He's never been there, but clearly studied it. Because he takes notes. And he asks if there's anything else he can do for you before you leave. I just need a hug. Gratefully gives you one. She'll like, it'll be kind of lingering because of the bittersweetness, but she'll be like also excited to leave. Thank you so much for all your help and for all the items. And I. And anytime, kids. Um, would Zephyr meet us here or would we just go to the temple? I think you're just going to go to the temple. He'll meet you at the temple. So you make your walk to the, the temple to the temple in the early morning. And again, it's very quiet at the, the temple of Solana. I used to be scared of this place. As you approach, there is, again, you see Zephyr there, but there is another figure who's kind of leaning casually against a pillar nearby, watching you approach. You notice he, he's got heavy armor on, a heavy crossbow at one side, a sword at the other. He has red skin, ram-like horns, and at his side sits a wolf, model red and gray coloring. Uh, he looks very proud sitting there and catches all of your scent as you approach. <laughs> How exciting! Because he makes that noise. No, that's Taylor. Sorry. Yes, as we approach, we just do introductions. Thank you for meeting us, Zephyr. Um, I assume that you're Patel? I am. It's nice I to assume you. that you're Kizzy. Oh, did we? I think we forgot Nolette. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what? We forgot her. Forgot Kizzy. Oh. Wink. I'm Kizzy. It's okay, Oleg. <laughs> he <laughs> drank a lot yesterday. Must have gone to Ben's. We did. <laughs> He's the one who told us you were in town. Blabbermouth. I was warned that he is quite the gossip. <laughs> Well, as uh, Zephyr here has clearly told you, I am Battelle, and this is the lovely Miran. I would come closer to greet you, but she is sitting on my tail. Oh, ouch. I know mm. I know that feeling, so we'll just get closer. <laughs> I'm just used to it by now. So the wolf kind of laughs. Like, it's like, the tongue lolls out like, so cute. Snarky wolves, the best kind. They are of the brood of Kentha, are they not? Mm-hmm. And have you ever met, if you've ever met Kentha, you know that he is not the... Most genteel of fellows. Oh, we know. Yeah. yeah we know mm-hmm. him pretty well. Yeah. Oh, I guess we'll do introductions of Bitsy and Zenithia and Olek and Absinthe as well. I, I will be taking you to Kadena. It is a practice of temples that only those of the pack in the temple use them, but you're welcome to accompany me and my party. Oh, how convenient. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Why are you going to Pyrith, may I ask? Pack business. Fair enough. Pack business. Quote, unquote. Is there a large presence of the cloaked pack in Pyrith? I thought it was mainly the shrouded... Oh, no, shrouded I, w- I would not dare impede upon the shroud's territory. Oh, and can we leave then? Whenever you're ready. I think we're ready. We have all the things that we need. We got snowshoes, right? Yes. Anything practical we needed, right? Yeah. Okay. Kizzy would have left 100 gold at the shrine um, of uh, Aris. All right. Before she left. All right, so yeah, you... He's like, well, if you're all ready, then we will go. Miran, please get off of my tail. <laughs> does not move. She, she, she does. She gets up and she kind of starts off down the path. Definitely brushing leaves with her tail as she goes. <laughs> and so you make your way down towards the temple and you enter into the building that has the statue of Kenta and Solana on the front of it. And you're led inside. There's a few acolytes of the temple who kind of bow in, at the uh, cloaked one that's leading you. And you're eventually led into a small chamber off of the sanctuary that's there. And there is a teleport sigil, like a to and from teleport sigil. And this one, there's one that is to Kadena. And when you're all ready, 
the acolyte that's there, prepares a spell, gives you the warning, casts it, and you are able to go into this little teleportation portal. Before, before we uh, were sent flying, because uh, he would have ran over and given Zephyr a kiss on the cheek before he left. You, the, the last thing you see before the portal closes is him smiling at you as you flap. All right. Like, so time. Yeah. In the morning. Morning time. You you wake up and Orles is still kind of keeping watch where she was at. Olthen is kind of getting his things together. He's like, if we hurry, we can make it and get food in Cadena. You don't have to tell me twice. I can sleep in a bed again. Yeah, beds are overrated. We're just like this guy is me. Yep. Breakfast and sleeping. Yes. We're maybe in that order. Ideally. <laughs> so is time. Is there anything you want to do before you leave this place? Probably for the last time. Mm, I did what he wanted to do. So you gather all around Olthen. He kind of stands in the middle of all of you. You have all your things gathered. He speaks one celestial word and there's a bright flash and you are immediately teleported to a large sanctuary type room in a temple. There's a statue of Solana and Kent at the back wall. There's kind of places for people that like little like pads for them to kind of kneel on or sit on for whatever devotions they do. Everything here is very, very dwarven architecture. And you get the sense you're probably underground. Huh. With the way things sound and feel. God. Cold and damp. Probably warmer that way. Yeah. Weird to be underground and people actually being here. Oh, is a dwarven built city. Yeah, well, no, it, I mean, I'd assumed, Normally so. Normally we're underground, it's yeah. just us, and we're just yeah. things to kill. We're, we're built into the side of the mountain here. Sorry, I'm not used to that form of teleportation. I'm a little, whew. You get used to it. I think I smell breakfast, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> I don't know, I could eat after that. <laughs> my stomach's still back there. <laughs> I've had to eat my own cooking. <laughs> Damn, confidence. And you hear kind of a, a, a gentle chuckle from near the, the, the head of the, the room. And you turn and there is a, a human woman. Looks like mid-40s, black hair going gray, kept in a long braid. It's been a very long time since I've seen you, Orlesa. Orlesa kind of nods. It, ha- it has been, Adana. I think I see that you, you brought some friends with. Of a sort, yes. I think we'd like to get settled in before we get down to any business here. Well, of course. I'll arrange for rooms for your, your companions. You, you know where your, your rooms are. Just nods. and says, I'd like to, I'll make sure that time and whisper are settled first. Hi. I'm time. Pleasure to meet you. I'm uh, Adana Willow. I'm high priestess here at the Temple of Kadena. Cool. I will, I will make sure that the acolytes of the temple know that you are our guests and to aid you if they can. So you're kind of shown to some rooms that are in the temple, kind of set aside. Everything here is stonework. All of it. Mm-hmm. It'd be impressive if you were a dwarf. You'd really be like marveling at the architecture. Not a dwarf. Sometimes just mostly like, I had the place or less a threatened to send me so many times <laughs> for bad behavior. Be careful, I'll send you to Cairo. It's cold there. Just going to kind of go with the flow for the time yeah, being? Yeah, I have no reason not to. Time being. Um, <laughs> and before you guys teleported, they did do a sending to Kadena, so they are expecting you. And so... Not too long after time arrives, so time's kind of gotten settled in, you step through the teleportation portal into kind of an underground area. It's a chamber. It's similar to what you saw in the Temple of Verus, where there's kind of sigils set into alcoves, uh, but there, one, there's this sigil and there's four other sigils. Ooh. Um, 
I take that back. There are five others, but one of them seems an act. Mysterious. Mm, it just doesn't exist anymore. Because it got blown up. That's the scary part. It's probably 3,000% true. Knowing the pattern. I don't blow face. things up in this world. Yeah. It was on the moon. No. Not cliffs. <laughs> His grandmommy does. Or, you know, not cliffs or, or, or cities or... Moons. Moons. Hey, the moon is just fine. Lovely looking. It's just I in really multiple hope you're not pieces. A reincarnation. This would be a bad place for that. So, uh, Battelle leads you up. There's two paladins that are kind of waiting, at, like stationed here, just watching, making sure everything's on the up and up. Uh, there is also another figure with a wolf there as well. Hello, as we approach, I suppose. Hello, we were, we were expecting you. We weren't expecting you. <laughs> well, you sent ahead. That's true. So we. It's only proper that you're greeted. I'm Farthen of the Shrouded Pack. Nice to meet you. I'm Kizzy, and these are my companions. He greets each of you. What does his wolf look like? Uh, his wolf is uh, white-gray with blue eyes. What does he look like? He is, he's, he's a human, uh, black hair, gray eyes. He just has a very easygoing nature about him. So I will show you around the temple if you'd like. I uh, understand that another of your companions is, is already here. Uh, time, he should have come with Orlesa? Yes. Champion or lesser? Yes, champion or lesser. So, they you kind of led into the temple, and time you're kind of waiting in this little guest area. You've been assigned a small room, and you've been here probably an hour or two after kind of getting settled in, and you see two figures with wolves walk in, followed by the rest of your your party. Oh, time! Hello. I'm glad to see you're safe. Yeah. Not like I doubted your safety. I'm just still glad to see that yes. you're safe. I'm glad to see you guys are safe. Not that I doubt, I doubted it a little bit, but. Fair enough. We had absent watching us. We were fine. We did contemplate doing things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We only thought about yeah. having Olek run naked through the city. <laughs> or, you know, pooping on the palace. It would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the two like pack members are like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> weird people. Well, the uh, the two wolves have, have kind of like been been greeting each other, and they they walk off on their own in kind of a direction, leaving their paladins behind. Where are your wolves going? Oh, they're going to the den. They they just, they just know where it is. Yes, that's where they were born. <gasps> they're wolves. They're all born here. Yeah, this is where the the brood of Kentha is raised. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. Isn't it? <laughs> Can we see it? Certainly. I mean, are there any puppies? We could go and see. Uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone is excited yeah. about puppies. Wait, what was our mission again? Uh, so, <laughs> for all for the the five of you, you do notice kind of sitting off on her own is a young Azimer girl, probably about the same age as Yuna, just based by uh, by on looking at her. She has kind of the same same bronzish skin. Uh, she has her hair and back in kind of a, a braid. It's silverish white. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, this is Whisper. Whisper, hello. This is everyone else. She gives a wave of her hand. I'm Kizzy. It's nice to meet you. She she nods. All right. Just, like, just so you know, don't don't be like yeah. So like, you like know. can't talk or doesn't talk. Doesn't talk. She she kind of waves her hand a little, kind of like eh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Did you know her from childhood? Yeah, we grew up together. Oh, cool. She, she nods to kind of confirm that. Well, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, but she does kind of perk up a little bit at the, the you guys mentioning going to see yeah, the wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come with us. 
So the the you can tell that uh Patel is 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 very amused by your your enthusiasm for puppies. And uh Farthan just seems to be like he's going along with it. Uh, so you guys are kind of led through a couple of passages and eventually you kind of go through a very dark passage like everything in this temple is lit by like sconces that have this like bluish light in them, like bluish flames. Um, so everything here's a little bit dimmer. Uh, so Bitsy's maybe having a little bit harder time with the with, with not like you can't see Bitsy and Absent. They're both they can see, but it's definitely dim light for for all of you. I could just be a Wolfie, and then I could talk to other Wolfies. <laughs> maybe in the background, we do that. <laughs> um, but you you walk through a, like a hallway that you you realize is like a carved forest. Like out of the stone, there are trees that have been called carved down to like details of the leaves. Well, geez. Have and, any of the other temples that we've been to? been as ornate as this no. one. No. Wow. I mean, this is like you you knew going into this that Kyrith is kind of where Solana's worship is. And this is obviously where the pack originates from. And this place is pretty old. And so this is this is intense. I mean you saw the one in in Dalsena was really a modest little church. Like it was compared to any of the other temples you've ever seen, Kizzy, it was by far the smallest. That their whole job was we're just gonna let the dead rest. Um, as we're walking, because he would inquire with Parthen, like, how many people are in the pack right now, and how many are here? Well, I'm the only pack member here, but there's about a dozen of us. Wow. Usually about that. And they're all here in Kyrith? Yes. That's so cool. The way that the temple of, or the Church of Solana works is so intriguing. We have to keep special vigil here in Kyrith. The dead do not rest well. Ooh, how far away from the Bastion of Souls do you have to be before it starts, like, Getting really spooky. That depends on the person. Really? How? Depends on how easily spooked you are. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Term. Most find it uneasy and do not enter into the ruins of what was once Freyguard. I really hope we don't go there. Is there a place we can see it from? Why? I mean, it's, Why? it's big, right? Yeah. Uh, a day or two out, you can see the old basilica. Wow. Must be big. Yes, the some of the priests that worked there were a little bit ostentatious at a time. Um, so you, you kind of pass through the stone forest and you kind of start seeing some wolves kind of hanging out. You actually f- find Viral just kind of sitting there. Hey, Viral. He kind of looks at you, goes his head back down. And you walk out into a very large chamber that's been kind of almost like naturally worn out. It's not fashioned or worked. You can see some worked hallways going off to other parts, but this is mostly just natural stone. And there's Quite a few wolves just kind of lounging about. And down near the center, there are indeed a couple of puppies. Oh! Ooh, can we go pet them? Uh, you'll need to I speak would. with Doric. He may let you watch, and he may instruct you. They nip a lot. Because <laughs> they're babies. Uh, so yeah, you guys, you guys can go down, and there's a, a dwarven man kind of tending the, the puppies. Everyone here who's temple staff wears kind of the same black robes. Can I ask the puppies why they always nip? Do you do speak with animal? Only if he lets me. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't hurt them to do speak with animal. So. I didn't know if the dwarf man would let me interfere with their conversations. He was, well, if you have that talent, I'll, I, would, I'll, I would like to make sure I, I watch and that you take care of them, but certainly. So if you ask him why they nip, you get very childish answers because they are puppies. <laughs> and it's like, nipping fun. <laughs> People make fun. Mouth noises when we nip them. <laughs> <laughs> Bless these pup pups. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> Nipping fun. That's so cute. Mouth noises. 
Good old mouth. Yeah, so you, you guys can go down and the, the, they'll let you kind of interact with them carefully. And is Orlesa around, or would, did we just see Veral? You just saw Veral. Oh, okay. But no, but Whisper did come with you. That's awesome. How is she reacting to the doggos? Um, interestingly, uh, you guys kind of play with the puppies for a little bit, and look, there is one wolf that's kind of offset from the others. It's kind of like a little alcove where this wolf is sitting. There's none others around. There's a few. They're all kind of gathering near each other, somewhere a little bit apart. But this one kind of stands out as being very lonerish. And she seemed very drawn to that one. Can I get, like, a read on Whisper? Roll an insight check. I forgot to roll insight on the other two people. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. She's really hard to read. All right. I mean, it's... She like puppy. I was like, too bad she can't talk. I would tell, I would see like, oh, I could, you could talk to it Pretty if you wanted to. can talk, she just doesn't. She said a little bit of both. I don't want to like be rude and be like, I can make you talk to animals. And then I'd be like, ha ha ha, uh, that's no, funny. You, so you don't get much <laughs> of like a sense of her from your insight, but you do get the sense that for some reason, she seems very drawn to this particular wolf. I'm going to keep an eye on her then. And as you guys are kind of doing your thing, she slowly kind of moves closer to this wolf. and. As you keep watching her, you there is something going on where she's almost just like hyper focused on this wolf, mm. and as she gets closer to it. Uh, Doric, the, the wolf hender, kind of says, "Watch yourself, girl." And she she starts not like not even realizing she was getting that close to the wolf, and she gives him a look. What's wrong with that one? She she was injured at one point. Doesn't take well to others, and uh, you can actually see that the wolf does stand up. It is missing its front right leg. Oh, damn. Hardcore. And Whisper keeps her distance, but doesn't leave it. And it, it kind of growls at her a few times, kind of like, oh, whatever, leave me alone. Obviously isn't listening. I mean, she she's respecting that, but she's staying close-ish. Hmm. Interesting. Have to be able to speak to speak with animals. Well, she wants me to. I would ask if she would like to be able to try to talk to it, her the wolf thing. It just says you can speak with them, so I think she'd have to she'd have to be physically speaking with it. She could understand it. Would it be rude then for me to ask her if she wanted to speak with it? That's up to you. I mean, she could say no if she wants to, Bitsy. Or she couldn't. <laughs> well, she could always just like you know sign language it or something. Yeah. The universal no and yes unless it's like any other to country. Her whether she can. Speak? You can talk to her. She 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 understands. I don't know. Does she want to? She know. shakes her head okay. at the offer. Okay. I tried. It doesn't. She doesn't seem offended, but she kind of lightly shakes her head. Okay. <laughs> Gonna connect with that wolf no matter what. So, as absent, are you playing with the puppies? Heck yeah, I am. Yeah, there's definitely one in your lap. Keeps trying to like yes. nip at your hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, Farthin kind of goes. So, what is your business here? Uh, we were hoping to get to Eris and eventually speak with um an associate of an associate. A uh, friend of a friend. Yeah, we're acquiring upon somebody, I suppose. It's uh that and I have somewhere I think I need to go. Have you ever heard of anywhere called the Frozen Wastes here in Kyrith? Other than Kyrith? <laughs> I guess under um hold on. Uh it's just under the frozen wastes. I guess I'm looking to get beneath frozen wastes. If that makes any sense, it's is very vague instructions from my my deity. Ah. Uh. Well, that explains a lot. Sorry, I'm sure you know. Oh, yes. Um, personal experience? No, I don't know of anything like that. You have somebody who would? Maybe one of the pack members who was more beneath waste 
it's exploring. I don't know. Theological. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perhaps one of the older pack members. Personally, I would say if you're looking for something called the frozen wastes, anything northward is going to be very frozen. I mean, the sea freezes. Uh? Yeah. He's uh? cold. Come, come winter, the sea is frozen here. How deeply is it frozen? I have not actually seen, try to find out how deep the ocean is frozen. <laughs> it's cold and windy up there. Just keep digging. North? How is there more north than here? We're in Cardena. It's Isn't that one of the more north? It's the most north of civilization. Dwarves used to live here in abundance. Mm. So there's many dwarven things. I mean, Cardena itself is dwarven construction. I'm looking for more ancient than that. Well, uh, find some old ass dwarves. Crap, I need to speak to it. This is Solana's place, right? Maybe she knows? Gosh, would she even tell me? It would depend. Um, are you kind of talking to him alone? I suppose so, or yeah. She would have kind of, she, she would want to talk to him if uh, Batal was still around. Batal would say to you in Infernal, just to be perfectly honest, Solana was interested in you arriving in Kyrith. How do you know? Because I'm a member of the pack. But do you guys all speak directly to your goddess? She occasionally mentions in dreams, and okay. she said that I should aid you in getting here. Fair enough. That is um, slightly alarming. The goddess of death wishes to, is interested in my arrival. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> He's scared. She, she's not going to kill me. Not today, probably. Not today, probably. <laughs> She's like muttering that he says it. We, repeats all, hear, it. we <laughs> all hear the whimper. Just like, is that one of the puppies? <laughs> <laughs> but if you wish to speak directly to Solana, one of her champions might be a route to go. Oh boy. So I know that Orlesa's here, but I know that times that she was in a bit of a mood. I hate to bother her if she doesn't really want to put up with me. Uh, as far as getting to Arishold, um, we could all go and speak to the high priestess later, see if we can arrange something. Yeah. She may ask for a small token of service in return, perhaps. We're pretty good at those. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can hold our own. Uh, we've never been anywhere this cold before, but uh, we... Mm. Um, What's the coldest place you've been before? Dulcera? Farther. <coughs> I mean, maybe more north was Dulcera, but they're in the middle of the ocean, and it wasn't really cold there. It was just wet. It was summertime. I'm sure Aris will make sure you're guided to warm places. Oh, I hope so. I want to... Get a read on Batal. All right, roll insight. What are you trying to specifically find out? I just want to see, like, um, I don't know. I just don't want him to be a bad. Also, um, is he cute? <laughs> he is cute. Woo. I would say he's very handsome. Yay! He doesn't seem harmful. He seems he seems very forthright. You can tell he's getting a little bit of amusement out of kind of like teasing you, like with like, oh, she made it clear that to let you through. He's kind of taking amusement that he's only got vague information to give you. I mean, she understands because, like, she really only has some vague thingies. That's all you get. You, like, usually get, I mean, from pack members you've met before, peep, anyone in the Temple of Solana, they're usually very honest. And these, both of these men strike you the same way. Are they both cute? They, they, are, they are both cute. I would say Patel, I mean, especially being a tiefling, is, is the more handsome of the two. Farthen's a little scruffier looking. Is this, like, purple babies? Looks at time. It's never been an off-putting color. Even when he blushes, it's a cute color. Uh, I guess we need to obtain some nicer clothes for Zenithia. <laughs> and good luck here. You've got a choice between black robes. <laughs> we could go into the city. 
Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I just don't know how quick paced we want to be with this attempt. Depending on, I'm sure, whatever the request is that we might need to do, we should... Farthen, best case, go deliver a message. Worst case, slay drag. Mm, how many dragons do you have up here? I don't know. I haven't counted lately. Lately? What was your last count, then? I don't count dragons. <laughs> there are certain types of dragons that thrive in these environments. Oh, gosh. Silver oh. dragons, white dragons. White. Hmm. Cool. Huh. Well, I mean, silver dragons don't tend to harm... Oh, no. So if you if you run a silver dragon on your travels, you're a lucky person. Hey, hey. we're looking for those. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be perfectly fair, there's not a lot safe in Kyrith. If you're not dealing with dragons or any other undead, you have, well, shades. Those are those are a personal favorite. I haven't heard a lot about those before. I've only read about them um, a couple times. What can you tell us about those? They're dangerous. Mm -hmm. They're quick. Uh, very heavily armored. You can find a weak place on them, then that is always advantageous. Is there a Make type of magic nice. they're weak to or anything? Radiant magic is certainly something that they are weak to. Oh, I guess not be fine. so much necrotic. Yeah, it makes some sense. Yeah. They're not unbeatable, but they are definitely a threat. All right. Is there a place other than the Bastion of Souls that they like to coalesce? Kyrith. Okay, fair enough. Um, welcome to Kyrith. Y'all fuck. <laughs> East of the city, there are some cliffs, and west of Vareth that they tend to coalesce. We call it the Southern Wall. Hmm. Why is there a wall on a cliff? So once you climb up the cliff, then you got a wall. That sucks. Let's see. I'm gonna have him roll a history check, see if he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a wall on a cliff? You know, it's exactly. Didn't used to be a cliff. Well, if the things that I've read and studied when I was a younger boy in the temple are true, there used to be a city there. Used to? Yes, used to. How does a city go away? Well, does the name Varengard mean anything to you? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. You know that Varengard is the name of the necropolis that Suit Ven lives in. <laughs> so, Varengard used to be where the southern wall is? Yes. Wow. Where we're going, we don't walls. But that's just from what I've read. I personally would not go out there unless I needed to. Mm, good to know. Are those the frozen wastes? The entire. So can I go beneath entire. it there? I'm sure you could. I wouldn't. Though that sea doesn't tend to freeze. Okay. Okay. I mean, in very harsh winters, it has gotten large ice flows there, but I don't believe it freezes. Makes it easier to go beneath. Yeah. Very, very far north of there, you'll occasionally you'll get ice bridges that could take you to eastern Kyrith and Vareth. Uh, Other easy ways, easier ways to get to Vareth. Teleportation or ship. Okay. North of Vareth is the Grey Frost Sea. That sounds terrifying. Sounds awesome. It's true. But there's not much in eastern Kyrith anyways. There's mostly just Vareth and a few scattered towns south of it. Well, um, thank you for all the information. Yeah, no problem. I think it might have helped. I have to... Who do we have to go talk to now? We, we, can, we can go arrange a meeting with the high priestess yes, to see about yes, getting please. to Earthhold. Let's do that. So absent time. Oh, look what you guys are doing. Playing with dogs? Heck yes. Not times not playing, playing with them. He's just watching them. Keeping an eye on Whisper. Whisper's definitely keeping an eye on the three-legged pupper. So, Absinthe's going to keep playing with the puppers? Heck yeah. Olik, one is definitely keeps biting your hand. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Orlesa does kind of come, and she sits down with Whisper, and, and they talk a little bit very quietly. Or, she talks. Actually, <laughs> they, they sign to each other. Very simplistic sign language between the two of them. And eventually, 
you can tell that she's reluctant to. Uh, Whisper does leave. She kind of she catches your eye and she kind of waves at you time to say that she's leaving. But you can tell she's reluctant to leave. Wh- Whisper was yes. Okay. What does the dog do? Stays there. Kind of enemy bites off the dogs. You ask. Yeah. Troll. A troll. Ooh. Where? As I under as I understand it, uh, she ranged a little bit too far on her own and drew its attention. It hunted her all the way back here and attacked her. Oh my gosh. Was the troll killed at least? Yes. Dumb troll. Right. The the den lets out there's a side passage that leads up into the mountains a distance. It is guarded, but it allows the wolves the freedom to come and go and hunt as they please. <laughs> Let them stretch their legs, I suppose. Yes. So now she can only stretch three. Oh well at least she has legs to stretch. But she has never she has never bonded with a pack member. Hmm. Is that odd for her age? It is. But not unheard of, just unusual. So are they like friends for life? A pack member and their bond mate are bonded for life. Oh the best friend forever. The the life of their bond mate will be the exact length as theirs. They will pass together beyond the eternal gate. Yeah. A wolf befriending an elf? Yeah. They will live for so long. Well, it depends on whose life it decides to... Imagine elf. Hey, oh, yes. Wolf life. Elves. Elves have known, been known to have companions that have lasted with them 700 years. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I guess then we would uh, go and make that meeting happen. Who's going to go to that meeting? I suppose right. all of us. Okay. Yeah. We all as right. a team. Go team. That's right, Zedith. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Farthen says he'll try to arrange the meeting. He's um said that right now she's busy with some temple duties, mm-hmm. but will he'll let you know. Uh, and eventually he lets you know probably the next morning after devotions she'll be available. Okay. So you guys kind of have the the evening. So is that meeting to meet with her to ask to go to Erishold, or is that a meeting to meet with her to take let us go to Erishold? Probably to, to ask to go. Okay. You you kind of get the impression that this like you know that in like when you went to Drandir you had to schedule a teleportation here. There's not a lot of traffic as these are just for hopping between temples. It's mm-hmm. kind of when you need to go, they'll just send to the other sigil and. Okay. But it's really get the feeling to discuss whatever terms there are for using it. Okay, what is the name of the priestess? Uh, Adana. Oh, wait. Adana Willow. Adana, that's right. Okay, is there a decent library here? There's a decent library. It's it's a it's better than the libraries at the Mother House of Aris. It's all wolf libraries though. Everything's in wolf. Wolf, wolf, just like braille but in teeth marks. There you go. So, what do you guys uh, want to do with kind of the rest of your afternoon or e- into evening? Library trip. All right. I mean, I yeah, because he's looking for information. Is, is the whole city underground? Yep. Okay. Oh, Did we have our lodgings um, figured out, or do we have to go somewhere into the city to? Up, you guys. They have provided rooms in the temple. While you're kind of guests of the temple. After. What does the surface look like, though? Cold. Oh, we'll we'll find out eventually. So should because you would want to explore the city. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. City sounds cool. Okay. She also wants to library with time. She'll do sitting in the library. There's okay. plenty of time. Plenty of time. Time is going to stretch the library? Yeah. All right. Let's find what are you out. looking for in the library? Uh, <laughs> multiple things, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing would be any, I don't want to say histories, but any information on sim worship in the area. Okay. Roll, it, or even in the past. Roll a history check. Not an investigation. That's probably fair. Investigation. Because you're not trying to remember, you're trying to find. Yeah, history's higher, though. Should have taken it too yeah. late now. Yeah. yeah, no, that's... 
Oh, that is eight. No, you don't really find anything on that. Okay, next thing would be for uh, ancient beneath the ice temples of frozen Roll waves. investigate on that. Ooh, that's 18. Is that total? Yeah, that's total. Okay. You don't really find anything about that, honestly. You, you mean you, you do find kind of what you were told about how just everything in the north freezes solid. So it, it doesn't lead you to think that's an incorrect assumption that somewhere up there is where you want to go. Uh, you know that the places that most commonly freeze are the Arctic Sea north of Kadena and the Gray Frost Sea. Every season those freeze over. Okay. And the last thing would be any information on the Greaves of the Last Stand. That's it. This would be one of the better places to look for information. I'm burning a luck on that one. Oh, that's better. better but So that's 13 total. You find information that they, the, the closest thing you can find is that Solana, uh, pictures of Solana describing her and her ascension and armor that she is wearing in those pictures, but nothing mentioning those by specific name. Okay. All right, Absence, what you need to do? Play with Puppers, puppers Forever? I mean, pretty much. All right, so the three of you head down to the city? Yes. So, Kadena is a very tiered city, and it's like hallways and kind of things running throughout the inside of this mountain. And as you kind of go into like the main corridors, you can see where large stained glass windows have been put at the ends of like two of the, the, the quarters that let light in. Whoa. And you can see there's just basically two bisecting massive hallways that just like segment the city, and it's like the highways of the city. Of the city. And there's lots of like balconies and everything and bridges going across. And, it's, and there's people everywhere. It's very busy. What kind of people? Dwarves, humans, some wild elves. Elves are kind of a, a lower number than usual. Uh, but I'd say dwarves and humans are most prevalent. Uh, and then half-elves, there's actually a pretty significant half-elf population. You see some tieflings. Uh, you see a couple of half-orcs. It's, it, compared to Dalsena, it's very diversely populated here. Who's in charge of the city? Um, you guys kind of learned that the, the temple councils, like the councils of all the temples in the right. city, right. run the city. Um, there's also a, a fair number of gnomes. Gnomes is another very substantial population here. Nice. But did you want to look for clothes? You said you wanted some really nice, right, Zanny? That was a tent. I have a feeling you're not going to find it here, but we can look. Well, they said that they would know to make the nice, bulky stuff here. This is where they live, and it's cold, and I mean, why not put some flair on stuff? Let's do it. Yeah? Can we You can either both roll one or one, one roll with an advantage on investigate. You go ahead and roll that, because I only have a one on investigate. I don't mind as much better. Ooh, mine's a... Oh, that's a, that's a 20. No, that one's only a 19, so 20. Um, You know what? Without, without too much effort, you do find a... A, like a, a clothes maker that is of elven birth. They're an Eladrin elf, which is not one that you're super familiar with. Uh, they tend to have their more fae-like powers. Hmm. Like it's like it's like a fae variant of elves. But it's an elf, which puts you at ease. She makes beautiful winter wear. That's what you're looking for, Zanny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're able to converse in elven if you want. No, I'll keep it common. Okay. Just she's she's excited to see another elf. It's like it's like it's not very often that I get to see elves. Uh, she asks, like, where you're from. So I'm from Avon Bay, and I am a very far way away from home. That is a long way away from home. My goodness. I'm on a, I'm on a research trip. How long have you lived here in Cadena? Oh, I've lived here in Cadena my entire life. Ooh, you haven't been back to the homeland? Or have you? I was born here. So this is my homeland. Well, okay. <laughs> you really need to take a trip. 
<laughs> oh, let me get away from my busy. It's work. very hard to get away. I have, I I have clothes I to make. It. I have a business. Thank you. Uh, so she, whatever color dress you'd like, she could match your black. Yes. She could match your robe with a super warm version. Absolutely. Let's do it. You can get some too. I'll buy it for you. What? Really? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Okay, he's just gonna look for something good. <laughs> she wants like some with lots of fur up here. It's definitely like more showy than necessary, but like also like. What color would you like it in? Cream color. So she picks up out some things and then she actually does press digitation to kind of get things, everything perfect. I think I need to open up a store and learn how to use press digitation. Within, within about an hour, warm winter dresses for the both of you. Can we get some for you, too? You want some? I don't, I don't know. You got, you got winter clothes. Yeah, I got winter clothes. You, you got clothes that are definitely, definitely, they're very high quality make. They're just very utility. I'm like, dang it, I should have gone. <laughs> do I see anything that Absinthe would have liked? You do. Mm, I'll buy that. Get it. It's in the exact same shade of green, <laughs> but like the, the inside has some purple panels in it. Oh, dang, how much is that? Uh, between all the dresses for all of you, it's going to be about 15 gold. Easy. But I was... Oh, are you going to get it all of it? I got I mean, it. It's oh, like okay. five apiece. All right. So you guys do any other shopping you'd like to do? Just see what catches my eye. All right. So the ringing of hammers is what catches your ear, actually. Wee! And you go down eventually after their, the, the dress shopping and everything. You, But while they're doing that and getting fitted, you walk down a, a corridor and there's smiths for like a quarter of a mile. Oh no. Oh my. <laughs> oh. It's, it's so what beautiful. <laughs> all of it. It's not about need. <laughs> it all. So you're just going to go. Are you going to admire? Are you going to shop? Yeah. yeah. So you, you go and you see there's dwarven smiths. There's Goliath smiths. There's a gnome smith that rather than like they have like a little suit they get into. They get, <laughs> they, oh, dang. The power armor. For them. <laughs> and you, you just see just a bunch of different styles. There, There is an orcish smith. Ooh. Like, like a half orcish smith, orcish or smith. an orcish smith. You uh, have some conversations with I'm him. I'm gonna end up there because <laughs> that's intriguing. Just like, uh, this is so weird. Just stare at him. <laughs> like, like walk up and just like, like watching for a while. Like, huh? Hmm. Just, <laughs> I guess I'll greet him in orcish. He, he's got a. Uh, he, I mean, he's. He's a little terrifying because he is an orc that spends all day, every day, <laughs> swinging a, a massive hammer. Yeah, he he, he he has almost like a granite stone colored skin. Ooh. Um, he's friend emerges. He's he's stripped down to the, the waist. Oh my! And you can you can see heavy heavy scars across his chest. Um, he he stops the, the the hammering and looks up at you and. Greets you in return in Orcish and then returns back to his work. What kind of stuff does he have? He has a variety of weapons. I mean, surprisingly, they're not crude looking at all. I mean, that's kind of what the stereotype would be. He has some very well-balanced looking weapons. I mean, if there's kind of a storefront area, like almost like just racks of weapons. They do seem very well made. They all kind of have a, a, a signature curvature to everything to them. Hmm. Just like, uh, it's crazy. Because it's all so refined. It's, it's like, it's almost more like, it's more just like an appreciation for like how good it all is. And like, this is like, like half culture. <laughs> so is he going to buy something from Memore? Like to be like, oh, thank you for... I don't know. Just like, I, I've already got a great axe. These hand axes. 
The sword I stole from that, that dead guy. And a spike chain from that thing I'm wearing. And this helmet made out of a dragon. Uh, gosh. I don't know. Buy a dagger. Boot dagger. Yes. I don't have one of those. Yeah. Do you try any of them out? Uh, yeah, I guess you I'll do? see, like, feel the what, waiting. What kind of weapon are you going to pick up? Um, mm-hmm. Probably, like, probably like an axe. So you pick it up. It's very well weighted. It it tends to be a little bit heavier. And even for you, it's a little bit heavier. But the, the grip is definitely made for bigger hands. And people who are, are much more... that are, This is not a casual weapon. This is a a, yeah, yeah. a war weapon. And it, it feels good in your grip, but like it's a little heavier than you're used to, but... Just like different, but not bad. And we say Kizzy's bad at shopping. Who said Kizzy's bad yeah, at shopping? I don't shopping? think anyone ever said that. Well, Kizzy just shops a lot. She, yeah, she shops a lot. She has nothing on Oleg. Oleg just special orders things a lot. <laughs> I guess, is there... I don't know, is there anything that feels like better or is more None of the weapons are going to be better than what you have. If you do pick up a dagger, it is a nice size for your hand, Hmm. which is maybe like a disadvantage to other daggers you've picked up. It it, it does feel good size in your hand. How much for a dagger? And he he responds in orcish for that. Five silver. Five silver. Yes. If you want one for each boot, you get gold. Yeah. I mean, a man can never have too many daggers. Yeah, I... I'm closer, I'm closer, I'm more with axes, but I don't have these, so... An axe is very good, but there's just times where you're too close to properly use one. Like, let, let me show you, and he, he hands you the axe, and he gets, gets very close to you and grabs onto that. He goes, now if you had a dagger right here, you could pull that out, and I couldn't do much about that, could I? That's very true. The husband emerges. <laughs> oh, look, this man is so amazing. I like that. <laughs> that would be very intimidating. He's very large. Yeah, no, I'll I'll put a gold on the. I'll put a gold ring on your finger. Gold on the <laughs> counter, and he he nods and he he puts those on. He he goes and he gets two very fine leather sheaths to go with them. Oh, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, I will. I will take them, and I guess go see what the gnome's up to. That's yeah. crazy he's looking. Just, he's just. Working, it, it hammers really fast. Every so often, has to go and make some tweaks to it to make sure it's not falling apart, and it goes back to hammering. Oh, this is beautiful. I love it. So, is there, and is there anything else you guys really want to shop for? Is that kind of your? Could we find potentially what Time had mentioned the um, magical warming device for? Yeah, I'd I'd say that if you want for each, it's going to be a hundred gold. Wow, this is a hot rock. But and it, it will be warm for ten hours a day. That takes a few hours off to recharge. <laughs> Could so it like three? It would be hundred gold. Three, it'd be three hundred gold. Does it heat like a space? Is it if literally? You had it in a, a space? If you had it in a tent, it would produce heat to keep you warm. Well, we have three tents. Mm-hmm. That's not very conductive, unless we got a big tent, which we didn't. How much is a big tent? Would we be able to find? You'd a probably big be able to tent. find a big tent for fifty gold. I can do it. We don't need the small tents if we have one big tent. Yeah, but with we a were given thing. the big t- the tents, and Kizzy would feel really bad about not using them when Grendon. Who has a bag of holding? You? Yes. Yeah, I'll buy a big tent and the heaty rock, then we can all be warm in a tent together. And then put the little tents inside the big tent. Whoa! We'll then be we, in tents. Then we have. <laughs> yes, and then there would also be private rooms. So fancy. <laughs> so bad. What? <laughs> I just think, like, a big old canvas tent and then smaller, no, smaller tents, tents inside. inside of it. it. What is the point of this? Makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, so you're going to get the, the tent and the rock? Okay. Wow, Zanny, you're being so nice. With, with that size tent, it won't be 
why it is effective for the heating, but it will still ward off the chill enough. Easy. Fair enough. Okay. Enough that if you guys are like, oh, I'm just going to bundle up, you'll be plenty comfortable. Snuggle up to me, Absent. Okay. So you guys all eventually make your way back up the temple. Uh, time, you how, you gonna spend most of it at the library? Yeah, I figure with doing all that research. Because he would have joined him eventually and been like, what did you find? And then... Not much. Yeah? Did, did you look up at all anything about the frozen beneath frozen waste? Yeah, and, uh, didn't really find anything. <sighs> figures. Maybe I'll understand later. Anything special about the daggers or just daggers? Daggers. So yeah, well, because he's in the library, time's going to be like, so who was that tiefling guy that came in with you? Oh, his name was um, Batel. He's a member of the uh, Cloaked Pack. We met him up in Dulcena before we came back. He He's pretty much the reason why we were able to come through that teleportation portal. Cool. Is because we were accompanying him. And his, his wolf name is Mirin. Yeah. Anything else, Time? How do you talk to people? Mm, I um I use <laughs> my words. I mean, I know Dwarvish and Celestial and... No, 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 no. This is difficult. How, how do you get people to enjoy your company? Well, depending on the level of enjoyment of the company, uh, there's some certain questions that need to be asked, but... Uh, at base level, <laughs> I don't know. Do you enjoy my company? Yeah. <laughs> In your absence, I have realized that, yes, I enjoy your company. But <laughs> Distance makes the heart grow fonder, I suppose. Yeah, but you seem to be able to just get people. Well, if you haven't noticed, I'm a Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him. Nine of time to kill Dan. <laughs> you went straight past time, straight to Dan. Because <laughs> he's sitting before you. <laughs> you like me, right? <laughs> I'm a princess and I'm going to be a god. Um... <laughs> I'm a princess and I'm going to be a god. <laughs> that is a statement. Oh my god. Um, I don't know time, I guess. I just don't pay attention to when they don't like me. <laughs> I grew up with people disliking me quite a bit. Um, as I uh, lived in Dulcena, where it's a very heavy human population. So it was just trying to... God, what's that appeal to their better nature? I don't know, Time. It's something that I guess I've never had a hard... Had, have difficulties doing. I don't All know right. what... Because he doesn't really know what Time's looking for from her. She's like... Ugh. Time doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> How do you seduce... Oh my gosh, does Kizzy pick up on that? Because Taylor didn't. Check. Fuck. Okay, can I? Yeah. Uh, okay, it's a oh, 17. Yeah, plus... no, yeah, you definitely. <laughs> just like, oh, click. Oh, okay, a uh, time. I get it now. Um, Well, uh, you, uh, I, I just tend to be really upfront. Let them know what you want. Did you want an uh, introduction to uh, Batal? I, uh, um... He's very cute. Yeah, I noticed. Um... Ooh. I don't know. It's scary. It is, but I believe in you. It's a really good thing you chose to talk to Kizzy about this. Yeah. Not Oleg? Oleg would have been a bad choice, like, uh... uh Money up front. Here, let's go find him, and, um, we, we can have a group uh, uh, chat, uh, and then I can leave, and then you guys can see if things go well. I do after that. Just be yourself. See if he's interested first. Is that a good idea? Common ground. Why not? 
You've met me. <laughs> <laughs> You've met me. I have faith in you, Time. Um, let's let's go find him. And and as the, she she like make Time come along with her, and um, like just be honest with him. It's probably something he values quite a bit. Um, just uh, I, I'm sure that well, I mean he's probably not used to, or he's probably used to like shooting something or killing some things. You guys can talk about your gun. That would probably be something interesting. I don't know if he knows a lot about guns. And that's something you have a lot of information on. So you can kind of yeah. like see if he's interested. I don't know. She's like so excited. He's going to be like, the <gasps> nerd who just talks about Here's like, my gun. <laughs> you want to <laughs> check out my gun? <laughs> Compliment his wolf. Though he might, the wolf not, might not even be there. Is it a, Mirren is a girl. Yes, no. Yes, Mirren's a girl. I doubt that she. I doubt she would be there because she's probably in the den. That's where we saw her last. I'll. I'll just send to him and be like, "Hey, where are you at?" Is that uh, necessary? I feel like that's not. Nothing is too much when you're interested. Time. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, don't be creepy, but just inquiring as to where he is. That's not weird. So do you, Do you send him and ask where he's at? <clears throat> Let's just look around for him. Right, roll an investigation check. No. <laughs> <laughs> with advantage. If, if time's helping, roll with advantage. Time will help. You do it. I haven't rolled well on investigation. That is a seven. That is a six. So nine. Nine. Takes a while. It does. I, I think that we're gonna, you're going to come across something in your search that because you kind of you, you can't find him in any like the common places. Um. So you like we'll check. Let's check the den. Okay. Absinthe is still there, covered in puppies. Okay, so Absinthe will see this too then. Absinthe, perfect. And I'll go over to Absinthe and be like, Absinthe, we bought, Zany bought you this. Bitchin'. And Bitchin'. Time's interested in Battelle and he was asking me for advice and um, have you have you seen him around? I mean, possibly. You, you recently saw him head off in kind of down one of the halls. So you, you can tell him that. Uh, time. Even though you're you're kind of flustered by the situation, you again see Whisper out of the corner of your eye, mm-hmm. approaching that wolf. Okay. And Doric sees her this time, but he doesn't stop her. I'm not gonna stop her. I'm gonna keep an eye though. There is something in her eyes that is very determined that you haven't seen this look before. Okay. And so she kind of approaches the wolf and gets a little closer this time, and it bears its teeth and it growls and. She takes another step closer, and it gets up on its three feet, and it it's looking a little irritated by her approaching. And she stops, and she looks at him and concentrates for a moment and closes her eyes, and you see her focus, and she starts to glow very dimly, and one wing extends. Ooh. And you can see where the other has been cut off. Oh. <laughs> I am. That's why Ralesa was covered in blood. No. And the wolf seems taken aback from it, like jumps up at seeing the wings, but then it seems to connect what she's communicating to it. And and, and she actually, as the wings come out, she lets out like a, a noise of pain. Oh God, instinct to heal. And you do see like a tear of pain like running down her face and the wings fade pretty quickly and she seems very like relieved, but that pain's gone. And the wolf does walk up to her. He kind of sniffs her. She holds out her hand, and it kind of pushes its nose into her hand. And Doric walks over to her and says, "I think you or Lessa and I need to have a conversation." <laughs> and we're gonna end it there tonight. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!